Yo, listen up. Here's the story about a little gal that lives in a green world. And all day and all night and everything she sees is just green. Like her. Inside and outside. Green. Her. House with the green. Little window and a green. Corvette and everything is green. Boy. Her. And her. Self and everybody around cause she ain't got nobody to listen. To listen. To listen. To listen. I'm green. Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And this is the Anatomy of She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. <laughs> it really is like, it reminds me of like a like an 80s show title. Well, I mean, it's... Uh, you know, we've referenced this many times. It's, it's Ally McBeal, right? Of yeah. a modern time. Yeah, true. They, they even watched in one of the episodes on the TV in the bar, there's an episode of Ally McBeal playing. Yes, true. All right, so um, if you haven't watched all of She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, this is your chance to leave and go do that. Before yes, we is, spoil it for you. This is episodes four through nine. Yes. And it'll be our total, our final report about the whole series as well, or at least season one so far. Correct. Yeah. So, uh, big fat spoiler warning. Go watch the show. Come back. Listen whenever mm-hmm. you're ready. And if you've only watched one through three, boy, do I have news for you. <laughs> we have an episode you can listen to. We sure do. So go check that out. It's mm-hmm. part one. Yes. That one's got a little bit of more... It's an interesting little preview of what we're going to do today. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. <laughs> here's the thing. I was intending for this to be two parts because I thought there was only six episodes of this show. Yeah. Found out there was nine episodes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no big deal. We'll make it three parts. Yes. Then we had a vacation coming up mm-hmm. and it didn't tend to work out. Timing-wise, to get the second episode out before we left. Yeah. And by that point, I felt like there wasn't enough substance in what we've been seeing Mm -hmm. to do a three-part. So we just kind of tallied it all up for this episode. Yes. So uh, if it feels like we're kind of jumping through episodes, it's because we felt like there wasn't a lot to really discuss. Yes. So we left off at the end of episode three. We left off with... She-Hulk getting, uh, I guess, I'm using air quotes, but attacked in the alleyway. <laughs> yeah. They didn't do a very good job, but they did try. I mean, it's She-Hulk. Yeah. They didn't have much of a chance. Like, I don't know. What were they thinking? Anyway, it's a different different discussion. But yeah. anyway, that's what we left off. Um, and we picked up with um, episode four, Is This Not Real Magic? Um, we met a f- quite a few new characters or... A handful of new characters in this episode. Number one being a magician named Donnie Blaze. So here's the thing for me. Are they trying to play off of the whole Johnny Blaze ghostwriter name? Is this like intentional, do you think, for Marvel to kind of tease 
Ghost I, Rider without teasing Ghost Rider because it's not technically his name. It's like it's very similar. I don't know. I feel or are like they just not original with their name I making now. Feel like it's a coincidence. Like the guy just thought Blaze was cool, um, or something because it. I don't. I don't think that there was enough similarity or even like tangential relationship. I just meant the name it was no. just very rhymey. Yeah, it is. But I think that was like a testament to this guy's really poor creativeness with his musician okay. name. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. He did use flames and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. okay, maybe he was. Yeah, and I think there was like a. I don't remember which episode. I want to say there was like a poster. Maybe it was even this episode that, uh, I think referenced. Johnny Blaze. Oh, I don't remember that. Like as like a stunt. Oh, okay. driver, not as a, not as ghostwriter, not as yeah. Okay. <laughs> a demonic uh, superhero. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Okay. Um. So Johnny Blaze, not to be confused with Johnny Blaze, is a. Uh, he was, I guess, a student at Cartage, yeah. but so he, he was, was rejected. A, he was a former student of the Mystic Arts. Mm-hmm. And he was kicked out after a week for summoning three kegs to Camartage with former frat bro, Key Dog. Or Kai Dog? Probably Kai K-Y Dog. K-Y hyphen dog. K-Y, K-Y Dog. K-Y mm-hmm. Dog. I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> At least his name wasn't K-Y Jelly Dog. That's true. Maybe his middle name's Jelly. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> or that's just a street name, Jelly. Yeah. People think it's some crazy thing. It's just because... He gets jealous easily. Yeah. <laughs> of people's dogs. Right. Obviously. Uh, so he works at this, something called the Mystic Castle in LA, and he's like, kind of like a shitty, magi- shitty magician. Yeah. Well, honest. he's a standard magician. Right. As far as... Society. Knows. Society goes. Yeah. But he's also kind of shitty at being a standard magician, okay. as far as what I saw. I'm going to be honest. I haven't been to a whole lot of magician acts to really be able to say whether... That's fair. I'm going off other magicians in other shows, <laughs> so it's not based in reality, gotcha. my judgment. <laughs> so it turns out he's been sending random volunteers for his shows, because as I mentioned, he's a shitty magician, so people are like, this is boring. And then he gets desperate, and then ends up, it, it's clear that he has a sling ring. Um, and he's sending random volunteers to alternate dimensions and he doesn't know what he's doing. Well, okay. So, but here's the thing. Is the first volunteer that he does that with Madison? I don't think so. With two N's and one Y, but it's not where you think. (laughs) I don't think she's the first one. You don't think so? No. Okay. Because the way I got the vibe of that scene was like, that was his first attempt at doing something like that because it wasn't working just doing his standard stuff. I think because the old guy was like, do the thing, do the thing or whatever. Okay. So that kind of implies that yeah. he's done it before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then he shows up in uh, court, presumably because of it. So I yeah. think the implication was that, that there was more than one person that he had done this to. Okay. Yeah. So basically, you know, we, we already talked about her. We brought her up. Madison, right? Yes. Yeah. So she's the... Volunteer that he sends yeah. uh, to a portal. It was like it was like a goblin-looking village. Uh, she called it a diff dementia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where a talking goat helped her escape a lava pit in exchange for six drops of her blood. Um, later on, I think in the you know like during the, like the trial, because mm-hmm. they like 
they use her as a witness or something. Yes. Later in the trial, she says something a little bit more detailed about that whole mm-hmm. situation. Because uh, she was a star witness and she said she was pushed into a fireland and she had to make a pact with a demon named Jake <laughs> that she cannot discuss their, you know, details, whatever, of right. their, their pact. Uh, or he would reap, this is the, her quote, he would reap my soul and the souls of all I love. Jesus. Which is so dramatic and I hate drama. Yeah. Yeah, her character was so ridiculous. I think as much as she was supposed to be the really annoying party girl, I think it worked really well for, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, I was into this character. I loved yeah. her. I thought she was great. I thought that she I mean, it wasn't for me. She was too much for me. I kind of feel like, too, they took this character personality and they kind of, like, forced it on other characters. We'll see later on. I agree. And I feel like it's like, pick a lane. Yeah. You know, like... One character can be this, but, like, yeah. make the other something else. Yeah. And I, I think they kind of didn't do justice to, to other sub-characters later on because they did that with yeah. this one so early. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think Madison was a popular, like, internet popular oh, yeah. character. Oh, yeah. If they don't make a... There's already people being like, they want to ship her and Wong because, yeah. I mean... I'm sorry, Wongers, you mean? Wongers, sorry. Yeah, yeah Wong, <laughs> Wongers, the... Sorcerer Supreme, formerly known as Wong. Yeah, just Wong. (laughs) Just Wong. Is Jake... We know he's from State Farm. Yeah. But is he also... Actually, that brings up another question. (laughs) Are you... are, Are you making a deal with the devil? Okay. Signing up... With State Farm. That's a, that is a with good With Jake point. from State That's Farm. That's a really good question. I don't know if anyone listening is is signed up with State Farm, but maybe look at the fine print. Just make sure you do not have to forfeit any I mean, firstborns or... a good reason that they're always there. Because they can like teleport because yeah, they're demons. They're always looking through the shadows. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> the color is red too. The color is red. Shit. Jake, we're on to you. Yeah. So my question is, is Jake Mephisto? God damn it. (laughs) I was like, he's not going to say it, is he? (laughs) Are they keeping Mephisto alive in some form? Is this just like, is Jake a tease demon? That's a a very specific category of demon. Yeah, a tease demon? Yeah. I've never heard of this category of demon. I made Is it up. Is it one you just made up? But okay. I feel like it's there's a lot of evidence to suggest that they do exist. Yeah. Um, do you think that... Is this just like a random nobody demon like throwaway backstory for her to be yeah. in another realm? Yeah. Or is this going to be a demon that does play out? Not necessarily because of her pact with him, but will he come up... Or she. I don't want to be sexist. Well, this demon... I mean, it's a, the mm, name's, the name's Jake. Jake. so... But again, don't want to be sexist. Yeah. If your name is Jake and you are female... Cool. Good for you. Yeah. But I don't trust any paperwork you want me to sign. Yeah. Not going to sign it in blood. Um, So, like, I mean, could this be a character that we will see later on, even if it's, like, a smaller role, but, like, a different, like, character... Right. Uh, ...connection or something? That's a good Obviously question. Obviously, Blade or... I don't know. That's a really good question. I feel like... 
if they do end up doing any kind of spinoff shit where Madison shows up again, then we could see Jake in whatever that is. Mm-hmm. But I didn't even think about the fact that Jake could be Mephisto. But that it might yeah. be a little bit too much. A little bit too on the nose. I mean, yeah, and of course they like were so on the nose with WandaVision and yes. then that didn't do anything yeah. with it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and kind of going into like later with this episode where there's such a buildup of what this plot is and then it's just kind of like flush that down the toilet. Yeah. So I don't I was just curious if you thought that maybe Madison made a pact with some character that we are going to know of later on who's a bigger role in the greater MCU. And that's just kind of like a little side fun tease of the character. Yeah, I think that's possible the yeah. the latter. Oh, also, uh she described in her trial as a witness the state of the event that she went through as fun, then scary, then fun again, but spooky in a fun way. (laughs) The fact that she wasn't terrified of everything means she was hammered, right? Like, there's no way... I mean, I think it's applied she was drunk. I mean, that's true. She literally walked into the courtroom through a a portal on accident from a club. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And that's when she saw Wongers. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so weird. Uh, and, you know, and talking about Wong, right? Yeah. With Urs involved. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he's referenced the Book of Ashanti when he uh, brings... So pretty much she goes to his realm somehow mm-hmm. or to his room while he's watching Sopranos, right? Yeah. And then that's how he finds out that this magician... Is doing this shit. Right. And so he wants to file his lawsuit. That's what we're getting the trial up and all that stuff. So in this inner or whatever this this like meeting with Jen. Mm-hmm. He references the book of Ashanti. Is that just a throwaway joke to like for people that are like oh I know that. Yeah I think it was a joke because she was like well I do everything by the book. Mm-hmm. And he's like the book of Ashanti like of course yeah. you do. Um, and if we're going to talk about timeline, like we aren't necessarily sure where this is. We know it's after Shang-Chi, but this could quite possibly be before No Way Home and the events of Multiverse of Madness. Multiverse of Madness. That's a good point. We don't necessarily know when this takes place. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of references to people being snapped. You know, like, where we usually can use that information to, like, deduct well, yeah. where things I mean, are. Because I think we're kind of at a point where that's old news. I mean, but even society. Multiverse of Madness had inform- had that. So that's why I'm saying, like... Okay. You're right. I, it, you usually right. there's some at least little throwaway line that references it. Mm-hmm. And this time, I don't feel like there has been. Yeah. Well, we so. know it's uh, for sure after Shang-Chi. Yeah. Because of Emil Blonsky, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Right. Um. So, I think... With this episode, I think Wongers and Madison probably were like the best of the episode. I think their yeah. relationship and their their chemistry really worked well. Yeah, I know there's people always like already like, oh, let's get a show with them. Mm-hmm. I'd watch it. Yeah, I know you would. Um, it was kind of rude that she spoiled uh, the Sopranos, though. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Twice. Twice. Yeah. But here's the thing, right? And I understand that it's like. How old is that show? It's very, very if you old. Weren't, if you haven't watched it yet, you probably weren't. No, I mean, she. but it's rude that she spoiled it for Wong. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yeah. For for this fictional character. Yeah, yeah I'm offended on his behalf. Okay. Yeah. You're going to challenge her to a I duel? don't really care because I'm not going to go back and watch that show. Okay. <laughs> if I haven't watched it yet, it's not happening. Yeah. 
But there are people that were upset on the yeah. internet. I saw people were upset that that got spoiled for them. And, like, I don't know. I, but, yeah, if it's over, like, like, if you haven't old. watched it yet, then, like, I don't know. You can't really be that upset. Yeah, there's no reason. I mean, hell, we're in a world where people are spoiling Marvel movies within the week of them releasing, right? So. Yeah. If that's allowed at this point. Yeah. Um, so, something else that's happening about our main character in this episode is Jen is struggling with, like, her dating life. And so she sets up, like, finally sets up, like, a dating profile. She has, uh, very little luck as herself as Jen. And then she decides to set up her own dating profile as She-Hulk. And then goes on a lot of dates. Um, most of which end poorly. <laughs> But, um, then she ends up, then it was, like, kind of sad. She had, like, really nice guy. They hit it off. They yeah. were, like, doing their thing. He was, like, a doctor or something. Yeah, something, like, he was, it was, everything was perfect mm-hmm. on paper. And then she got interrupted and had to go fight demons because the fucking guy with the sling ring did bullshit that he wasn't supposed to do. Shocker. He kept going with it. Yeah, he kept yeah. going. And then a bunch of creatures got into, like, the real world. Now, do we know what kind of creatures they were? I feel like I had it somewhere, but I'm not sure. Let oh, me see. I don't know. Uh, I feel like I wrote it down. I would say they look like go- like goblins or something like that, but I think they were t- like I think they just referenced to them as demons. They looked like gargoyles generic, to me. Yeah, something like that, right? <laughs> yeah. And they had this crazy thing where they would grow in size. Um, some of them flew, other ones didn't. They were more like dog-like creatures yeah um do you think they grew in size as they were getting hit or is it like just over time they would grow Um, what was making them grow i know it was like a throwaway like thing that was happening i feel like it was as they were defeating enemy or like as they were fucking things up that's what i thought was happening well i just remember there was a moment where she hulk like throws one or kicks one Mm-hmm. across the room and then and then it like got it bigger just grew yeah it got up and then grew in size yeah it like it like feeds off the hatred maybe uh, yeah toward it i don't know yeah something like that yeah there was definitely some weird shit going on there but yeah so she had to cut her date not short i guess yeah. just she had to interrupt pause. her date and put it on pause yeah to go fight a bunch of demons with wong yeah and then she came back, and they had a really great night. And then picked him up. We, you know, that's the yeah. scene we see in the trailers, yeah. right? So yeah. that gives us the context of that whole thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I think that was a lot of fun that they threw her into like a thing where she was able to like have like a battle as a superhero, but also like kind of show her in her like dating life, right? And yes. how they're kind of intertwined, whether yeah. she wants them to how be or it's not. Impossible to separate them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then, bad news, Guy's not indoor when she's Jen in the morning, so. That was really sad. That was very sad. I felt bad. Yeah. We need to start, like, a, like, a hashtag, like, a, like a movement for her. Yeah. It would be, like, hashtag, I date Jen, or something like that. <laughs> and then you just say something that you liked about her mm-hmm. as Jen Walters. As Jen Walters, yeah. From the show. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's make this happen, okay. people. Yeah. Well, it seems like she might not have that issue anymore. Anyway. um, Okay, and then the end of this episode is when we find out that 
Jen gets served papers. She's being sued by Titania. Mm-hmm. So we're finally getting Titania back. Because yes. I we was like, like really like, yeah. was she really just a five minute moment of this show? Yeah. Um, I was like, there's no way that's all there is because I follow Jamila Jamil on Instagram and she was like all jazzed and like constantly posting shit about it. I'm like, I know that she wouldn't be that obsessed over like one a tiny <laughs> little thing. I honestly, I didn't even know who she was until the show. Uh, but if she was posting a shit ton on her like social media, it could also just be like, she's just personally really excited no matter yeah. how big of a role or how small of a role true, it is. True, true. But I just felt like I got vibes that it was a bigger part. So, yeah. I mean, we which all did. obviously it is, so. Oh, to an extent. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, okay, here's the thing with this is, like, this is interesting. Do you think this actually happens to people in real life? 100%, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so she trademarked She-Hulk... Before Jen did, because obviously nobody would think to do that. And that's like yeah. a big play on the... Like, they joke about that throughout the episode yeah. where everybody she talks to explains to her like, well, why didn't you... Yeah. You know, if you had trademarked it yeah. beforehand, before yeah. somebody else, then yeah. you wouldn't have been in this issue. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah. who thinks to do that? Yeah. And then like the other lawyer, Mallory, is like, this is the person who legally outmaneuvered you. <laughs> <laughs> So I did like that we got more of Titania, but also we didn't really, you know, it's more like this was just like, it was a filler episode, but it was kind of fun to build Titania and Jen's, or I guess I should say She-Hulk's mm-hmm. uh, rivalry, Rivalry, I guess. Yeah. And mm-hmm. even though it wasn't really like more of a combative thing, I guess it was just like more of a legal sense, but like it kind of grows, I guess, the character as to why she doesn't like she-Hulk a little right. bit more because it's always like getting in her way of her influencer schemes. Yeah, but will. like to be fair, there was no reason for her to dislike her or take her name in the first place. Yeah, that's true. But do you think she did it solely on the popularity of She-Hulk 100%. coming out of the blue? Or do you think it was a personal thing because of the issue in the courtroom where she got I, knocked out? I think it was a personal thing. But, so it's both you're saying? Yes. Okay, because you said yeah to both. What? So. I think it's more personal, but like the fact that She Hulk really blew up, she was like, "Well, I'm going to make money off of that to get back at her." Okay. Yeah. So it's it's like a revenge thing. For yeah, her. that's what it feels like to me. But like revenge for literally just being put in her place, like she was the one that was in the wrong. So that part is so weird to me. Like she's the one that broke down the wall of the courthouse. Oh yeah, but she okay. The character is essentially like a very selfish and conceited. That's she's, true. She's a social media influencer who clearly only cares about herself, that's right? That's true, yes. Like even at the end of the courtroom thing where yeah. there's like one of the guys that's like very conceited himself, yeah. you yeah. know. He's like trying to talk to her and yeah. she's like basically just like, don't talk to me, but like come buy me stuff. Yeah. You know, just that's like. That's true, yeah. You're right. I just have a really hard time fathoming people like that. Yeah. I know they probably exist just without the superpowers, but mm. I just have a hard time with that. Yes. Yeah. They suck. All right. So. I mean, really, this whole episode was just a way for Jen to kind of bond with her colleague, right? I don't, whoever the lawyer, I don't know, what was her name? The lawyer Nikki. that she uses? Her paralegal? Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. No, not her paralegal, though. The lawyer that she works with. Oh, who... yes. Mallory. Mallory. Mallory okay. Book. I feel like it was just kind of a way to kind of show that character bonding with 
Jen a little bit more. True, true. Yeah, that's a good point. But I think we get more of that in the next episode. So it's a good thing you bring her up. Um, Episode 5, Mean Green and Straight Poured Into These Jeans. Uh, So after getting served papers, Jen immediately does the lawyer thing and she goes to this event to try to confront uh, Titania and ask her to stop. Like, well, she tells her. That's fair. She but doesn't she does She it definitely like, tells her. But she does it, like, from a civil standpoint. Like, she doesn't go like, all crazy aggro on her. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she was very uh, professional about it. Yes. She even took a picture for a fan yeah. with Titania. Which was ridiculous. But she yeah. only took one. Yeah. She's put her foot down on one. Yeah, because Nikki was like, no. She like, took the phone from her. <laughs> and then, of course, Titania's like, go fuck yourself. In not so many words. Uh, but at the, so while this is going on and Jen is trying to like figure out what to do about it. Cause like she kind of like kind of gets, uh, admonished by her boss. He's like, you got to make this go away. And episode five is when we meet Luke Jacobson. They, um, Nikki and Pug are able to get in contact with this underground, super secret, high fashion, like superhero suit person yeah so this is the part that kind of confused me so okay so he he's an underground tailor for superheroes but like at the same time we'll see later on on a, in an episode where he goes into court over a suit malfunction mm-hmm. but that would imply that he's not underground and he like is openly doing this business, right? Yeah. So I feel like he's um like he's not underground. Like people know that he exists. They just don't know where he exists and who his clientele are. And he's like very exclusive and only takes certain clients. So it's that kind of like secret bullshit. Not like completely unknown, but like he probably does other stuff other than superheroes, right? They just like for like really Fancy really ass fancy rich people. people. Probably, yeah. Because, okay. like, there's no way you could get by designing only suits yeah. for Depends superheroes. on what you're charging, I guess. Yeah. I thought this was a very interesting take on how to uh, introduce characters having suits. But it seemed like everybody's kind of getting their own tailors, right? So, yeah. <laughs> Hawkeye, uh, that that series, they had some guy make their suits. Yes. And so now I want to know, like, where are some of these people getting their suits from that we've seen already. Yeah. Maybe they're... I think probably... Scarlet Witch is just making her suit through her magic? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, So definitely. she's not going there. Yeah, no. She's Do you think own. he only does superheroes? Do you think he does just anybody who has funds and I feel powers? Like, I feel like... Well, because like... Or... <laughs> we know he did, which we'll talk about, but we know he does a suit for fucking frog guy or whatever. Leapfrog? Leap yeah. He doesn't have any powers. That's true. He just needs a super suit, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so it's probably just a lot of like... But rich, he's rich. He's, yeah, mm-hmm. like really rich people. His parents are rich. Yeah, it's probably just like a really rich people who want a super powered thing. Or not super powered, but you know, like some mm-hmm. kind of super suit in air quotes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just because it's like Nikki and Pug, the only way they were even able to get in to talk to him was to say... That she was a part of the Avengers. Yes. So by that logic, then like, how does someone like Leapfrog get in there? Money. That's the only thing I can think of. Okay. 
They just say, I'll pay so you by that logic, $40 million then, like, dollars you could to let me theoretically do a villain suit because they have the money, right? In theory, yes. That's a good point. We just don't know. We don't know. I mean, he's not really aimed as like a villain type no. character. It's right. just, yeah, yeah. I would imagine, and I think it would be really cool if it was more of a thing where he does deal with both sides. Yeah. But if he does deal with both sides, then that opens him up to like... I guess that makes him a criminal. Because he's... Supplying them with... Yeah, whatever. I guess that makes him... Uh, accomplice? Yeah, an accomplice yeah. to, to crimes. Yeah. Especially if he's getting paid with that crime money. Yeah, something tells me he's not helping the, like, quote-unquote bad side just because, like, he knows he's dealing with heroes who could, like, interrogate him and get that information that they mm-hmm. need. So it's, like, it's probably in his best interest not to get involved with those people. Yeah, yeah. So pretty much this whole episode was just uh, Titania and She-Hulk doing their little court thing, and then on the side, She-Hulk getting... New clothes. New clothes yeah. for work and a little extra for her superheroing, which she says she'll never need. Yeah. Uh, so that's more of, that was more like the for the fans to like yeah. get all excited about what's the suit going to be, which right. you know, comics you know what it is. Yeah. And then of course the most I think most important thing from episode five was at towards the end, Jen realizes that her dating profile she made as She Hulk was the reason that she was going to win her lawsuit. She could prove a pattern of using the name by showing that she used She-Hulk on her dating profile and she identified as that person. Because of all, it like contradicted all the videos that, from the news, that Titania's lawyer had presented and her stuff predated all of that. And so it was interesting to see like we saw her little dating life situation happening and then she realizes, oh, that's what's going to get me out of this and she ends up having to have a few of the guys that she dated testified that she identified herself as She-Hulk. So that was probably super fucking awkward for her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And also that kind of doubles down on the uh, the guy that she had a successful date yes. with, right? Yeah. He shows up and like he's a witness and he's talking about how their date went. And yeah. you, when you see him talking about She-Hulk, like you could tell he's like in awe really for her. Really into her, yeah. And then when they ask, like, would you... Would you have these same feelings and attraction to Jen? Yeah. And he was honest, like, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be rude, but no. Which is not my type. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, you could see on She-Hulk's face that that was, like, a, a blow to her ego. Yeah, for sure. Well, I guess Jen's ego. Right. And that was kind of sad. Yeah, that was pretty sad. But at least she won the case. Hashtag, i date Jen. <laughs> okay. Was that what the hashtag was? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just a reminder, Jen. Yeah. Somebody would date you. Yeah. <laughs> if it's okay with my wife. Yeah. Okay. Is it, Was that okay? Yeah, I could date her or just acknowledging? Oh, uh, just let me know if she responds and then I'll okay. think about it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, I've been using this uh, social media handle, Hulk King, so I'm thinking that... Oh, yeah. I, It'll probably I work think out. she's into me. Yeah, that makes sense. And then we get a little tease... At the end of this episode where there's a helmet in a box sitting out that doesn't have the lid on. Mm-hmm. And Luke Jacobson is like, Tinsley, what a, something about client confidentiality or something. And he goes and he puts the, the lid on and you see that it's a daredevil helmet. Mm-hmm. And next to it, if you see on the rack, is his suit as well. Oh, okay. It's not just the helmet. Okay. I saw that after like multiple viewings. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> 
So that's basically like confirmation. Like we all knew that yeah, Matt Murdock we, was going to be in the show. We overknew it. Yeah. Yeah. We overknew it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I felt like here's the thing that kind of sucked. I think with the marketing is I feel like they really emphasized Daredevil being in it to a point that like I didn't care. Yeah. And I also feel like they shouldn't have let us know when he was going to be in it because right. like just let it happen. Yeah. Especially if we already like, know he's going to be in it. They it's just also, let it surprise us when. Like, nobody would have been... I don't think anybody would have been surprised if he showed up anyway. Because he's also a lawyer. It's a legal yeah. show. I mean, it was... <laughs> I think it was pretty much rumored and highly expected many, many months before they even had marketing. Yeah. So, anyway. So, we get that, like, official thing. And mm-hmm. everybody's like, oh, shit. And it's, his, and it's his mustard and ketchup suit, too. So, that's pretty yeah, exciting. Yeah, of course. Um, Condiment man. Condiment man. And damn, Jen did need new suits. So I'm glad that that worked out for her because like she was literally walking around looking like a kid dressed in their dad's suit. Like it was so bad. I was so upset with her clothing. I was like, I know that's not the only thing you could find that would fit you. (laughs) I was, you know, people have said with the CGI on this show being subpar, Honestly, I don't think it's been that bad, but I will say the suits, I feel like at times do look bad. Yeah. And I don't think it's because the suit design is bad. I think it's just visually they don't look real. They look like they're CGI suits on her. Okay. I guess that could be it then. I just felt like they looked so unnecessarily huge and baggy. Like I know she's supposed to be like a really tall person and like bigger than Mm -hmm. normal humans, but like there's no way you can't take that to a tailor you know what i mean yeah. if it's baggy on you as she hulk then get it fitted at that size and then at maximum it'll be baggy on you when you're jen but when you're she hulk it should fit anyway she got it taken care of but i was like this is ridiculous mm-hmm. i was definitely on mallory's side when she was like you need to get new clothes <laughs> okay yeah duly noted yeah i'm um, part-time fashion police yeah part-time yeah <laughs> All right, so in the next episode, we get to see Jen go to her friend's friend from high school or college mm-hmm. wedding. And I thought it was really crazy because she, like, walks up to the wedding as She-Hulk. And she looks, like, like I was shocked. It was interesting to see that change in her from yeah. originally saying, I'm not going to be She-Hulk. But it wasn't the wedding, right? It was, like, a pre Yeah, it was the rehearsal or whatever, like, thing. the day before yeah. thing. Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was yeah. still like to to go from her earlier in the show saying she wasn't going to be She-Hulk, she didn't want to be a superhero, blah, blah, blah. Then walking in as She-Hulk to like people that she's known for a long time. I thought that was a really interesting change. Well, I mean, we kind of have seen that development too with the character, right? She yeah. She's obviously more confident as She-Hulk. Yes. It's almost to a point too where it feels like they're completely two different people. Mm-hmm. Like I don't feel like she treats... She doesn't seem to have the personality she has as Jen when she's She-Hulk. Right. And so it's a little weird in that sense where she's supposed to be conscious of herself and not a savage Hulk like, you Mm -hmm. know, Banner dealt with for a while. Yeah. Like she's fully herself, but like it does seem like she doesn't have this nerdy kookiness to her like she has as Jen. Yeah, because she's like more confident. Like she just tells... I don't remember who she's... She's telling it in the group thing that she goes to. Mm. She's, like, the more popular, confident, athletic person, like, friend. 
that's how she sees She-Hulk. And so yeah. She-Hulk is more confident and doesn't have the little quirks that Jen has because of feeling better about how she looks, I guess. And she also said, too, that she... I think she referenced in that episode at some point that she was just... She wanted to, like, essentially impress everybody. And, yeah. And feel good about herself. So she yes. went as She-Hulk because she thought everyone would be all excited to see her as She-Hulk. And yeah. then... Uh, the bride was a, a Debbie Downer about it. Yeah. Who, that that's the other character I was like. So this is basically Madison with. I knew it. <laughs> two N's and a Y. But it's not where you think. Yeah. I feel like they tried to make her the same kind of ditzy party girl. Yeah. Personality. But it didn't work with her. Maybe because they just kind of introduced her as a bitch from the start. Yeah. In my opinion. She just came off to me like that whole group when she was talking to the bridesmaids and the bride or whatever. And mm-hmm. I was like, was she really their friend or were they just her bullies? Because it sounded like it, they were her bullies. I didn't get bullies. I got it was more like she was the friend that was there to make them feel better about themselves. Right. Yeah. That's why I said bully. I guess okay. it's not necessarily the same thing, but that's... W- like they felt cooler... Than her. Yes. And so it was like they were doing charity maybe. Yeah. In their head to like yeah. have her around. That's kind of, it felt like they, yeah. Like she wasn't part of the main crew or mm-hmm. whatever. Well, they were all clearly stuck in the past too. Like don't they have like, wasn't there like a moment where like the other bridesmaids were like Team Edward or Team James or whatever the fuck it is for the. Jacob. Jacob. For Twilight. I felt like there was like a reference to that as like a. Probably. Something they were, like, discussing. And it's just like, what? Yeah. How old are you? Yeah. (laughs) How old is that? Yeah. Okay, and then something really fucking weird happens. Titania shows up at this damn wedding. Like, Mm -hmm. bitch, really? And Jen, of course, is made to look like the bad guy. Because she's like... Well, she's suspicious, right? She's She's like, what are you doing here? What the fuck are you doing here? Why are you here? There's no way it's a coincidence. She's like, oh, I'm dating a friend of the groom. That's like, are you though? Or like how, how convenient. Yeah. Um, now, so, okay. Obviously, she just found some random guy who was going to this wedding mm-hmm. to like be able to get into the wedding. But like, yeah. how would she have even known there was a wedding that Jen was going to? I don't know. She's an It influencer. just seems like, Jen doesn't seem like the kind of person who's going to go so post on social media, oh, I'm going to a wedding. Right. But... If she knew anything about her or was able to find old pictures of, like, her with that chick. And then the chick posted that she was having a wedding. Because mm-hmm. that chick seemed kind of Okay, dumb. that's true. See, this kind of stuff I thought was, like, leading up to something being way more connected at, by the end of this whole thing. And then yeah. it just flushed the toilet. Yeah. What's interesting to me is after we, when we rewatched this episode... Titania kind of goes on that rant where she sounds like a little bit intelligentsia-ish. Mm-hmm. Which is like a website we've been seeing throughout this thing that yes. has... It seems like they're more just about posting shit about superheroes in general. Yeah. But, but they have some obsession specific... with She-Hulk because of her popularity rise. Yeah, there's a very specific hatred of She-Hulk saying she doesn't deserve her powers and she got them further nepotism and Yeah, and we'll, we'll see further connections as to why... Yeah. Uh... Where she personally got more attention. But yes. like it is kind of interesting that she had that same kind of mentality as what you're kind of seeing with the intelligentsia site. Yeah. And of course by the end of this wedding she was there just to 
just to fuck Re- with her get revenge yeah because she said at the after the trial that she lost about the uh it's not over the she hulk name she yeah. said i this isn't over you know i'm gonna i'm going to ruin you whatever yeah. somehow yeah and by the end of this she just embarrassed herself right yeah trying to pick a fight with she hulk which i understand so why did she want her to turn into she hulk was she she wanted to physically fight her i think so so she's got standards and of honor that she won't fight somebody unless they're and she said it's not super powered like her she said it's not fun unless you're she hulk or something like that okay so So she doesn't want to bully her she wants well she does but she wants to do it and feel like she like she wants to feel accomplished yeah not just bully a random She wants human. to th- say that she was able to beat She-Hulk, exactly. not beat Jen Walters. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, so. like, was she going to stream it? Was she going to just, like, who's going to know if she just says, I already, you know. Yeah, good question. Let's say she did win. And she goes on social media and says, I won. Yeah. I beat up She-Hulk. Prove it. Like, yeah. who? It's just your word at that point. That's true. But she clearly was referencing all the other people filming it. So she, I think, had their fight gone a different way, she mm. probably would have just used everybody else's videos. I will say, though, She-Hulk almost fucked herself because she, instead of just fighting her outside, away from the wedding, yeah. she did punch her into yeah. the middle of the wedding yeah. reception. That's true. Which is like, why, why would you, you were that? told not to become She-Hulk. Yeah. And then you did, mm-hmm. and you brought a fight into the reception. Yeah. Like, it was an odd be move. Be smart, you know? Yeah, but to be fair, she was drunk. To the point well, where she was sober when she turned the She-Hulk. Fair. That's why they did the the double vision fading to one. Right, okay, that's true. Because remember her metabolism. Yes. Yeah. Which you would assume if you were drunk as a person and then you turned to Hulk form, this goes for all of them, not just her. Yeah. You would think since it's metabolizing all that booze, you would have to pee a lot. Real quick. Yeah, you just like pee yourself immediately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The, the whole scene was a little weird to me. I agree. I don't really feel like it made a lot of sense. So there's another... That's another thing for me that makes me think there might be something else going on. It felt like they were just trying... and At least at the time, for me, it felt like they were trying to, in a way, make Titania's origin story... Mm-hmm. Like, she was already a superpower being, mm-hmm. but it felt to me, and I was really excited about this, because I was like, oh, cool, they're giving us a reason why she hates She-Hulk, yeah. and why she's going to have this, like, rivalry with her, and, and all this stuff, and, like, mm-hmm. she's already been the superpowered character, but now we're going to see her as becoming the villain. Right. That's true. And like, so when she got beat up, when she tripped, and then... When she beat fucked, herself up. Yeah. When she... <laughs> what, what, what did she fuck up her on her... I thought she broke a tooth, but I guess she just... Her veneers. Veneers. Okay. Yeah. So she didn't break a tooth. She just... No, she just... But she had veneers on her teeth. So basically, she fucked up her teeth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, she looked fine later on as we see her. But, yeah. Um, so I thought that was like, because she's now live, presumably, on social media... Looking stupid. Looking like an idiot with her pants on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> that That's going to have ruined her influencer status in life and being popular and famous on the internet. Mm-hmm. And be making like a joke, you know, and becoming yeah. memes. And I thought that would have been a fun way of playing her downward spiral to becoming a villain. Yeah, that's um, a good point. But they didn't do that. Yet. 
Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Doesn't seem like she's going anywhere. Yeah. To me. So during all this like wedding shenanigans that Jen's getting into, there's like a fun case happening at GLK and H with Mallory. We get to have an, a few scenes with Mallory working with Nikki, the paralegal, while Jen's on her little vacay. And they have a case where um, Craig Hollis comes to them and he is also known as Mr. Immortal. Mm-hmm. And I guess he's being sued by like a lot of women who were his... And group. a man. Oh, and a man. He's not sexist. I didn't... Yeah. Um, previous spouses, essentially. Yeah. Um, for faking his death and then like basically robbing them of any kind of... Uh, inheritance or whatever, I guess, theoretically. I guess. Just the, the mental distress, I assume, is one mm. of the main reasons. Um, and so that was like a fun little thing to see uh, Nikki getting along with Mallory because like in the first part of the show, Mallory seems kind of like stuck up and like away and mm. like not really getting along with everybody. She's very professional, but like I'm in to win. Yeah. And like sees... Even her coworkers as like yes, competitors. Yes, she's very like aloof and competitive, and like I'm gonna win this game, you know. So, so we see her, see her break her shell a bit more. Breaking with this down episode. her shell, she reveals some things about herself. She's married, has uh, at least one kid. At least one kid. She didn't really she go didn't into specifics say, about that. But at least one child. Maybe one of them was taken <laughs> by Jake because she signed up for State Farm. Maybe we don't yeah, know. We don't know. Um, and then they go through a whole thing that's just kind of like a. I guess like a fun thing where Nikki helps determine what all of the spouses mm-hmm. want from Mr. Immortal. Okay, so I'm going to just say one thing. Technically, he does die. They make it seem like he fakes his death and then runs away from the marriage. But technically, the line is, till death do us part. Yeah. Okay? And he does technically die. He just comes back to life yeah so it's kind of like the argument of like if somebody in prison dies on death row and then comes back to life did they serve their sentence because they they died <laughs> like they had like a, was there like a person that that happened to they had like something happen and they had to get like a cpr or whatever to revive them is that what you're saying no oh, okay. just like I thought that was like a news story at one point recently where like some inmate like was on death row and they like they legally died but then they like came back to life for whatever reason. Oh. Yeah, that sounds vaguely familiar, but I don't remember the details. Anyways, yeah, it, yeah. it's that concept is what I'm going for. I understand what you're Technically, saying. Technically he died. Yeah. Cuz it's not like he's like I just you know, I just don't move for a couple minutes till they leave. Yeah. It's he straight up dies. Yeah. He's throwing himself out of buildings. He's, yeah. You know, he was probably like Burning Man. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm on the spouse's sides for that one. I'm not. Yeah. I think they're making him look worse than he is. He's a dick bag. He just doesn't know how to deal with a confrontation, as he put it. But he doesn't even want to give that one woman 15 <laughs> seconds of eye contact. <laughs> 15 but seconds got is unreasonable. To, it got changed to 20. Yeah, to punish so him for worked, being a dickbag. It worked out in her favor. Maybe he was just being really like, I'm going to give you more, and the best way I can do it is to try to take less. No, that's not true. 
You fucking know it too. He's the worst. I hate him. Okay. Anyway. They really changed his character though, because in the in the thing, his uh, in the comics, this character was like saddened to always see the people they loved die mm-hmm. because he couldn't die. Yeah. So they'd always you know die of age or whatever at some point, yeah. and so like, that was like his thing. Yeah. With abandoning people, mm-hmm. and they've just turned it into him being a, a dick misunderstood bag. citizen. Dick bag. Oh. Is that what they call him now? I think that's the technical term. <laughs> anyway. Um... Also, where was he during Endgame? Yeah, like what... You'd be pretty useful. Yeah, you could just like keep pummeling, <laughs> like just like throw yourself at people because you've come right back to life. Yeah. Wouldn't matter. He'd have like the Guinness World Record for most deaths in a battle. <laughs> yeah. It's like a real life. They could give us like a character. montage of like Thanos killing him over and over. That and would over. be so funny. Yeah, it Damn would it. be. That's a really good missed opportunity right there. Yeah. Um. What would be a good song to play during that montage? Um. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let never the... gonna give you up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of would match the character too. Yep. Just rickroll everybody. Never gonna let Thank you down. down. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm loving it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So the last thing we got in this episode was um, after they were finishing up with that case, um, Mallory and Nikki discovered this intelligentsia thing, which is a website which seems to be dedicated to superhero hating. Yeah. Um, specifically, there's a lot of stuff about She-Hulk, but it does seem like there's other stuff. Well, I don't think it's superhero hating. Oh, okay. I think the She-Hulk stuff was superhero hating. Okay. Because they... Well, we can get into this a little bit, I'm sure, later. Yeah. It, it's very clear there's a message they're going for with this series. Yeah. I'm not too fond of it, but I see what they're doing. And I'm sure that puts me in that category, but it's fine. Whatever. Are you in the intelligentsia? Huh? Are you in the intelligentsia? I, I'm, I remember, I'm hulking. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so... I don't think that the site is necessarily hatred towards superheroes. I think it's supposed to be like they idolize them. Okay. But then if communally they decide that you did something to piss them off, then you are on their show. You're shit an list. asshole. Yeah, yeah. For sure. It's, okay. It looked like it was basically like a 4chan. That's kind of what I was getting out of it. the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Um, because Mr. Immortal. Yeah. There was a reference that one of his wives, the whole reason that this came about was she found a video, someone shared a video on that site of him mm-hmm. dying and coming back to life. Yeah. And so. So that's how. I don't think it was like they hated him too. I think it was just people shared videos of superhero type characters in the world that they see. Yeah. But it identifies this subgroup of people who clearly are hating She-Hulk. Yeah. And so, of course, Mallory's like, no, we don't need to tell Jen. Like, let her enjoy her life. Like, there's no reason for her to worry about it. They're just a bunch of idiots, you know? Mm. But Nikki doesn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Instantly on the phone in the car. And then it's just a voicemail. She's like, so call me back. So call me back. (laughs) Probably should have told you this, but I did. Yeah. (laughs) So call me back. Well, but she's like, uh, but I didn't listen. So. She's um, just an honest person. Yeah, yeah. 
And she's like another character I think that they tried to make a little extreme. Not ditzy, but like, I don't know how to explain. She's a little extra. Yes. Thank you. I don't know. I think the character is supposed to be extra. Yeah. But I think it's in a fun way that yes. you actually kind of adore her. Yeah. I like her in, a lot. In that role. Yeah. Okay. It gets kind of, maybe it's like she balances out Jen being so. Nerdy. Reserved and nerdy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think that's the whole, yeah, that's their dynamic. Because when they go into the, like, thing with Titania and Jen's like, they're literally selling snake oil. <laughs> and she's like, how, how are these things different? And she was like, a serum versus a tonic? Of course they're different. Don't be ridiculous. Like, yeah. she, it's like a, she's very, like, girly and into she's the She's in the know. Yeah, you she know, knows. Even she knew about, um, whatever, the fashion designer thing. Yes, and... Luke Jacobson or whatever. Yeah. And I think there was a reference to, like, her having good taste in clothes and yeah. the the other lawyer wanted her to like fix up Jen's outfit. Y- yes. Yeah. Um, okay. So getting into the next episode. Um, episode seven, The Retreat. Jen is nominated for Female Lawyer of the Year. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. If you don't look too deep into it. She's like, I am female and I'm a lawyer. Yeah. I would like my award. Yes. Um, something happens with Emil Blonsky's, um, tracking thing, ankle monitor, something like that. And so the parole guy wants her, wants her to go with him to go check on him. He's like, you know, just in case. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I guess it's because she's She-Hulk. So I assume that's what it was about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not because she was his lawyer. No. Okay. No, it was because of the She-Hulk thing. It's like, you could save me if he gets upset. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then driving up there, she immediately meets, we have quite a few characters we meet here, uh, Man Bull, who is a self-described lab experiment gone wrong. Okay. Um, and El Aguila. He, uh, he was forced to drink too many Red Bulls. Yeah. But it didn't in, give him In likes. a lab. Yeah. <laughs> and it turned him into... A Man Bull. A Man Bull. Yeah. And then El Aguila... Who is not a matador, even though he looks like a matador. Could you imagine if it was man bull, but it was spelt B-O-W-L? He's just like a bull with like a man's <laughs> face on the inside. Ew. Gross. I don't like that. That'd be really fun. No. I love that character. I hate it. He's just like on the counter talking shit to somebody and they mm-hmm. just start pouring cereal and milk into him. Yeah. And he's like drowning, trying to talk shit. <laughs> okay. It's <laughs> an interesting concept for a character there. <laughs> <laughs> he eats their cereal just yeah. so he could continue talking shit. Yeah. He does it before they have a chance to get to it. Yeah. So Also, who's eating out of a man bull's body? Who? That is not a real character, for one. Oh. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> All right, back to the issue at hand. Okay. Man bull and El Aguila are, like, fighting each other because man bull thinks Elagula is a matador or something like that and then they end up cra- like banging into I think into they were just playing with just the like dynamic around. of a bull is gonna charge at a matador right? I don't know but they were dicking around and I they crashed into her car. That was the joke. I, I just assumed it was a joke for us but like for okay. them it was like a like a real legitimate issue. Okay. Like I don't think he had beef with him. I think it was just like Natural instincts, I gotta, like, charge at you. Because you look like somebody who carries a red cape. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, and they fucked up her car. Yeah, they fucked up her car. Hopefully so she, she has leave. State Farm. She, she probably does. They did get there pretty quickly. But it was by the end of the day, so it wasn't as quick as State Farm should yeah, be okay. getting there. It must be our insurance then. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, so she gets stuck there, and of course she has been... Um, like trying to text this like the cute guy that she met at the wedding, mm-hmm. and which I don't think we even went into. I, that's what I was basically she just <laughs> she basically hooked up with this guy at the wedding. Yes, Josh. Josh. And well, they was, started dating. They started dating at the wedding, like after, after the their little time. Yes. Scale of her yeah. going on dates with this guy and then yes. eventually hooking up. Cool stuff. Yeah. I meant to bring that up, and I forgot. It's all good. It's all good. I mean... <laughs> um, so, obviously, she's doing that thing that everybody does whenever they're, like, happy about something, but then they, that other person's not texting you back or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you may have been ghosted, or maybe they're just at work. Who yeah. knows? But she's doing that shit where she's overanalyzing it and, like, waiting for texts back and, like, texting yeah. too many times. But she's out there in the middle of nowhere. She doesn't have very good reception, so she's wandering around and ends up in their group meeting. And then she meets a few other characters... <laughs> Um, one being the porcupine. Yeah, I think it goes pretty self-explanatory there. Yeah, it's... yeah. Um, and then also Saracen, who thinks he's a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> did you look this character up? I Does did. Does he... Is he an actual vampire? Sa- there is a character named Saracen in the Marvel Universe, but he is a mercenary and has nothing to do with vampires. Okay. So it might be a coincidence. Okay. They could just be throwing it might the name be just out a there. Yeah, maybe just. Different they do character. that. They they yeah. give people names because they're not going to do anything with those characters. Yeah. They just kind of to help flesh out the, the the characters in the world. Yes. Yeah, I kind of thought this was an interesting way of like introducing a bunch of characters that aren't necessarily important, but they, again helps kind of build the universe overall. Yeah. So you know, there's more characters in this world that we don't necessarily care about, but like they do exist. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was interesting that we did also end up meeting, uh, what's his name? The guy the, who... One of the guys from yeah. the uh, I still attack. haven't figured out what his name is. <laughs> the guy... Well, we know he's one of the... Uh, one of the goons from the Asgardian construction... Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, what are they called? The Wrecking Crew, right? The Wrecking Crew, yes. The, the comics, the, the Wrecking Crew. Yes. At least that's what it felt like they were supposed to be. Yes. He was the main guy, it seems. Yeah. And so he... I guess is at this thing to like be better yeah. at life. Yeah. Someone to, told to, him to get good and he was like, okay. Yeah. He's like, I'm not <laughs> playing video games, but that's good advice. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he walks in and he's come from like the yurt or something where there's Turns like. Turns out it was Jen. Yeah. It was She-Hulk. She told him to get after, good. After she kicked all their she asses. She kicked their asses and was like, get she's good, like, noob. Get good as she's walking away. <laughs> And he really took that to heart. Yeah, and, that's and probably he's trying what to improve himself. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, all right. So sorry for you losing your no, time. I did a little bit. I think I, I think I found it. Okay, so he walks in, and then she like wants to go rage mode on him, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> not Hulk mode, rage mode, rage Hulk mode, whatever. Um, but then they end up like convincing her to like sit in the circle and like work through some issues, which was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, so far they've kind of like doubled down on, uh, what's his name? Sorry. Daniel Blonsky? Blonsky being like legit just trying to be a, a like new a, citizen. Like a like, guru, like. Yeah, like a, like a revisioned citizen and like yeah. not. Yeah. 
the abomination. Right, yeah. He definitely seems like he's more like the kumbaya Like he wasn't faking what he was doing in in the cell right. to get out. It like definitely It seems, seems like legit. he legitly just wants to start a new life. Yes. And then we kind of get into her going into, you know, her personal issues with her text thing. And like, oh, I said this and that. And they're like, oh, you can't yeah, say that. Yeah, why would you say that? Yeah. So the weird thing is that when we were watching this again... I noticed that Saracen, Saracen said, or he just wanted your blood. And everybody like laughed it off like, no, it'll be ridiculous. Yeah, but yeah, of yeah. course, like you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you'll notice this show, they actually did a lot of clever things where they had stuff that was very foreshadowing or telling you straight up what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. But in such a fun, throwaway line yep. manner that you don't even notice. Yeah. And they, they are doing it throughout the whole show. It's like in the in the episode where we meet Luke Jacobson, you first see this guy leaving with something and you hear Luke Jacobson saying something about, I don't deal with like malfunctioning whatever, like malfunctioning suits. And it's the guy who plays Leapfrog mm-hmm. leaving with his suit. Yeah, we see him before we yeah. ever see him in his episode. Yeah, we see him leaving like, with the, the suit. Yeah. And so that's like a fun little tease when you go back and see that, that... That's the start of him yes. becoming Leapfrog. Yes. Ridiculous. So many different interconnecting things. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. So at the end of this uh, group session, at the end of the group session before Jen leaves, um, basically she has the breakthrough and then Porcupine takes off his mask. It's all very nice and kumbaya. And then... I, I mean, it wasn't though. Everyone was like, "Oh, you I mean, smell bad." Okay, well, they weren't happy, or they just thought he was ugly. Yeah, one of the either, one of the two. Either way, uh, but yeah, like both. the idea behind it was nice. You got that about. ugly smell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then we get the reveal, which we all kind of suspected, but at the end of this episode, where we get the reveal, I'm using air quotes. Three days earlier. Of three days earlier, and you see that Josh, whenever they. The last time they were together, you see him, like, has his phone on top of her phone, like, copying all the the stuff. And then, like, you see some stuff about, like, a syringe involved. And then he takes a picture of her and sends it to whoever. And it's, well, we don't ever see the syringe in that scene. No, but we know we from, like, a previous yes. uh, hook end of the episode. Yes, yes. So here's the thing that confuses me, though. How does he possibly get her blood? Is yes. It, Thank is you. It, I mean, the only way I could think is because he had sex with her. So is it supposed to be like the juices from yeah, but that sex? That doesn't make sense. So, and he just kind of like, maybe no, had a condom and no. he brings that. And that's, I mean. No, it doesn't make cause sense. Because she would wake up if she was pricked wake by up. a needle. Yeah, especially because I saw that fucking needle on the previous hook thing and it was enormous. Yeah, unless that's the one that's supposed to be for later on. But it looked different. No, it looked different. So, I don't know. I just, I was, that's yeah. something that I don't like about it. That it, it was a little unclear. But his picture that he sent to whoever had the emoji of a syringe and blood and like a thumbs up or something, yeah, right? Yeah. And so, that's the Saying implication. That the mission's complete, yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, she... Which is what the the record crew was supposed to do. They were trying to get her yes, blood, but they couldn't because the she was She-Hulk and it was yes. not penetrating. Yes. So, okay, here's my question for you. Was that a surprise to you? To find out that Josh was working for, I guess, the Intelligentsia. I don't know if it was clear that he was with them, but he was with somebody tied to the Wrecking Crew from earlier. Okay, when they first met, it was not obvious to me. Okay. But the second episode that we saw, like whenever they're, like in this episode in the beginning, I was like, oh, he ghosted her? Okay, 
know. Yeah, yeah. I something think, sketchy is happening. Yeah, I don't know. I, I can't recall when I realized. But I feel like at the very least it was, like you said, like right when he's no longer responding to her and stuff after they have sex. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that they wanted the, the viewer to see that as like, oh, he's a player and he's yeah. just trying to hook up and bail. But like my first instinct was, oh, okay. So he's, he was sent in to get her DNA. Yeah. So it wasn't really a big, oh shit surprise when they showed at the end. No, not at all. In fact, I probably would have saved that for like a later reveal rather than right at that end of that episode. Yeah. And be like maybe a finale reveal. Yeah. I honestly would have saved that for the finale because like we could all guess Mm. that that is what happened. But, and and I think giving that away early on, like as early as they did was unnecessary. Yeah. So that that was really the biggest thing, right? Was to reveal that officially whoever it is, whoever Hulk King is. And again, that's me. Yeah. uh, Wanted her DNA. Yes. Presumably to become a Hulk. Yeah. Who is also a king. Yeah. <laughs> so was it you then? Yes. Oh, okay. Spoilers. Okay. <laughs> so let's wrap this up. Okay. You um, that's, that's about it. Okay. <laughs> make sure I won't make you angry. Yeah. Okay. So the next the episode... The internet wouldn't like it if I was angry. Yeah. <laughs> so in the next episode we got... Leapfrog. I know we've referenced him a few times, but this is where we officially get his quote-unquote debut. Mm-hmm. Um, where he calls himself the Guard Frog, which is like, what? Well, he was just trying to like make a play on the fact that he was guarding the area. No, I, I know okay. why he said it. It's okay. still dumb, though. Yeah, I thought it was very misleading, too. I was like, I, but you, your name is Leapfrog, so why is he your Guard Frog? It's yeah. like, even like the criminals were like, what? Yeah. Um. So he's like, when we meet him, he's de- describing this incident to... Um, Jen, I guess She-Hulk. She's She-Hulk at the time. Yeah, she legally um, has to be. Anymore. Yeah, she does. <laughs> um, and he's ta- he, of course you see what's happening and you hear him describing it and they don't match because yeah, he's yeah, describing yeah. it as if he was a badass and the video is pretty clear he's useful, useless, and was clearly at fault. Um, and then Jen is. Of course, very upset to hear that the manufacturer of the suit was Luke Jacobson. And she goes to her boss and he's like, you have to take the case. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to go to court, then ask him to settle or whatever. I guess conflict of interest just don't exist in this law firm. Well. Because this is the second time where she's tied to somebody mm-hmm. that she has to be in a courtroom. Yeah scenario with it is really unrealistic but like she's like he her boss was like well you've already done a case where you were even more emotionally tied to the situation and it Mm. was fine so okay um but still i agree that seemed a little sketch so of course she goes and she tries to like nicely mention what's going on and all this stuff and and and, cut it out before it goes yeah and then luke is like absolutely not he's extremely offended and, like, rips her dress model mm. off the thing because he was making her dress for the awards. Yeah. Honestly, he was pretty dramatic. Yeah. And I hate drama. Okay. <laughs> you need to change your fucking uh, online presence to the name Madison? Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> I'm Steven with two E's <laughs> and an N, but it's exactly where you think. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, here is where we finally get our official... Official debut of Matt Murdock 
aka Daredevil. It's really only Matt, Bur- Matt Murdock at this point. Yeah, in, yeah. Well, in I mean, he's, he's, in the MCU. He's Jacob's lawyer, right? Yes, he shows up as as uh, Luke Jacobson's lawyer, and he does mention something interesting when they're arguing over whether Luke Jacobs should have, should have to give up his client list and some other things. And he says, may I remind you, the Sokovia courts have been repealed. Yes. And as far as we're aware, that's the first this has been ever referenced. Yes. Since the big shit of Civil War mm-hmm. and, I guess, arguably Endgame even. Right. So I'm curious about that. I wonder if that means that they were repealed in the time during the snap. Mm-hmm. Because of how chaotic Maybe. the world was, and they needed Maybe. people's help. That's a good point. That is maybe they couldn't really handle policing heroes because they needed them to like improve society. Yeah. Because of like the chaos that probably ensued with everything. Yeah. You know, probably more criminals coming to rise. Exactly. With all the chaos and the everything. Yeah. <laughs> order being just probably taken out. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm, that's a good point. I never really thought about it before. That also implies too that like anybody who was imprisoned because of that would theoretically be let go then, right? In theory. Assuming that the crimes weren't something else beyond yeah. just being not signed right into the accords. Yes, exactly. Well, like, okay, so Ant Man and Hawkeye were both in prison for it right and then they got broken out by steve rogers in civil war yes so they were fugitives technically yes but wasn't there like a line that like they like made a deal at some point to like be on house arrest or something so that means this would have had to happen after that that's true because weren't they on house arrest during those five years or something yeah something like well I mean, what's his name? Ant-Man was I feel like there was a reference to them being on house arrest. I just don't remember what time frame it was in the MCU. Okay. I don't either. But I mean, Scott Scott Lang was definitely on house arrest at some point because he had... Oh, wasn't Ant-Man 2 all based around him being he on was, house he arrest? He was on house arrest, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Because yeah. Anthony yes. was wearing his... Uh... His ankle monitor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. So, moving on. Uh, before Endgame? I mean, I think so. Yes. Okay. Because Endgame is when he... It would have to have been, yes. Stuck in yes, the, because in the he came out at yes. the beginning of Endgame. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Glad we're catching up on <laughs> yeah. the history of it's the MCU. Yeah. Okay. Um... Alright, so this is where we get to see a little bit of Matt Murdock in action. You can see... Him, like, smelling the air whenever the leapfrog douchebag gets up. Mm-hmm. And he can smell something off about the suit. Yeah, he had the boots that malfunction. Yes. And he's like, look at these. I can't even wear this or whatever. And then he's like, oh, what kind of fuel did you use? Like, very innocent question. Mm-hmm. And he's like, jet fuel or whatever. Um, and then, then, of course, it's revealed. Luke Jacobson is like, that is not what my instructions said. Like, they specifically said not to do that. And so then, basically, he's fucked. Because, like, what an idiot, first of all, in many ways. Mm-hmm. But, like, to just openly say that in court? Like, yeah. did he... Uh, he's the kind of guy that would probably eat cereal out of... Out of a man ma- bowl? A man bowl. Yeah, probably. Um, 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, of course, Jen is like, oh, fuck. Like, I didn't think of that. And that, she's I, hella mad. That is kind of weird that she didn't yeah, question like, that. Like, yeah. She's, she's considered usually, a very intelligent and capable lawyer. Yes. Like, she does really well with her cases. Yes. So, like, that seems like a pretty big miss. Right. On I was case. surprised by that because it seems like something she would have looked into. Because you think you'd naturally want to, like, eliminate any possible issues. Yes. Like that. Mm-hmm. For your defense. Exactly. Although I guess they weren't on the defense. They were on... Yeah. They were on the, the plaintiff. Yeah. Whatever. But to be fair, like, it's been referenced that superhuman law is, like, a basically, like, a newer field. And so maybe the idea of asking someone, did you have instructions for your super suit... Hadn't crossed her mind yet. <laughs> That's true. But I, I honestly wouldn't have thought, I guess, myself. I probably wouldn't have thought of it, but I'm also not a lawyer. there was instructions to a suit that you would get from this Yeah. Like, was tailor. there a contract? Like, where was the receipt? That mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like, I would think that kind of stuff would come into discovery, but clearly it didn't, so. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, it's revealed, basically, that... <laughs> I thought it was funny whenever Matt Murdock was like, he's lying. <laughs> The judge was like, I think we all know he's lying. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was interesting to see him basically use his heightened senses to get to win the case. Mm-hmm. Because if he hadn't been himself, he might not have smelled the jet fuel and therefore wouldn't have well, won. I mean, he wouldn't have been there either. I'm just saying, if it was if a... If he wasn't no, 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 super-powered, no. he wouldn't be Daredevil, what which I'm means saying, he wouldn't be there to get okay, his suit. That's Okay, I said it wrong. No, no. I am putting this to rest. What I'm saying is, if it was any other lawyer that was not super-powered, they might not have won the case, mm-hmm. because they wouldn't have thought to ask, did you use jet fuel, or what fuel did you Somebody use? Somebody would have thought to ask okay, that. Okay, whatever. I guess you should become a lawyer then. Matlock would have. Matlock, huh? Yeah, Matlock would have thought of that. Okay. Is he even a lawyer? He's a he's a lawyer, right? Isn't that the whole thing what Matlock is? I don't know. Maybe. I thought he was a lawyer. I didn't watch that one. Yeah, me either. I just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I okay, know. yeah, I guess he was, he a, was a lawyer, he was right? He a criminal defense lawyer. There you go. Okay. And I like old shows. <laughs> Case dismissed. All right. You're not the judge. Um, so, of course, I'll Jen's like... My case. So Jen's like, can I, is there any chance you could like be my, my tailor again? And of course the answer is fucking no, because he's, he hates her. I hate you now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he specifically said, yeah, I hate you now. No, because I hate you now. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, she's drinking at the bar upset and Matt Murdock buys her a drink. And mm-hmm. then we see. Which is kind of an interesting flip to earlier in the show where she won that case Mm -hmm. and then lost it because of her saving somebody from titania yes and then what's his name coming to her and the exact location of that bar to give her a job very good point and so obviously we see sparks or whatever going on between her and matt murdoch i mean he doesn't see them okay he feels them though. Yeah, he smells them. <laughs> He's he he sees them with echolocation. <laughs> and 
But not to be, uh, of course, she's not allowed to have a good time. So this one of the guys that she had previously dated, who's like the rich guy, Todd Phelps, who was also a client of Mallory Books, mm-hmm. um, text messages her and is like, I have an urgent legal matter. I've heard you guys were a 24-7 what legal firm. Do I need to text whoever the fuck it is to confirm this? Was that how it went down? I felt like it was more like a passive-aggressive threat. Like, he wanted to, like, meet up and then threw in the, you're 24 hours, all right? I was under the impression you're 24-hour firm, implying, like, you have to come. Yeah, that's, okay. that's what I was saying, I thought. Okay. Is that not what I was saying? I don't know, okay. so it's fine. It's <laughs> what, fine. What I was getting out of it was he was like, I was told you were a 24-7 firm. Do I need to clarify this with blah 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 whoever the fuck the person was and i think that was his way of like threatening her basically i'm gonna tell your boss yeah yeah exactly okay that's what i got we're on the same it. page then. yeah different book same page okay okay um mine's not even a book actually <laughs> yeah <laughs> just so a bunch of papers page? i stapled together okay <laughs> so of course she's interrupted and has to go fucking deal with this idiot gets there and he's got like his how's it I hate that guy. He sucks. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I also don't understand what his goal was here, but he's got like he's a couple glasses of wine. He's trying to hit on her, trying to impress her. He references how he just bought a Wakandan... War spear. Spear and it was like For a million... A milli? Ugh. A milli? Throw yeah. up. Disgusting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's just like braggy about being fucking yeah, rich. Yeah, he's supposed to be like the like... Uh... Silicon Valley douche bro tool yeah. yeah like I think that's what he's supposed to be but like he sucks at it yeah he thinks he's like badass and cool but mm-hmm. he's just like a loser yeah that's what I got from his character yeah he was the he's, he said he was like he's the, the guy one. who says he got a lot of he slayed a lot of puss <laughs> but really he didn't he has a cat yeah <laughs> That's more offensive to me. Yeah. <laughs> this guy doesn't deserve a cat. No, no. The cat hates him, so it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so he's like trying to like come on to her and like give her a glass of wine and then she like shuts him the fuck mm-hmm. down. I will say, I feel like it kind of escalated out of nowhere though. Like, so what did he do exactly that made her slam the table against him? And I'm not saying that like it wasn't... He appropriate said, for her to do that. I just don't remember what exactly happened. It just said, felt like he was just like... I know he said something like, let's cut the the playfulness or whatever. Yeah, or let's get to the I, point. Let's get to the point because I don't play games. Even yeah, I, literally you know, like a game. we're into each other or whatever. Something yeah. like that, right? Yeah. And then she slams the table against them, right? She just slams the table like away from her. I don't think it was directly into him. No, it was into him. It was into him? Yeah, okay. because it went pinned him against the wall. Okay. And then she's like, I'm billing you for the hour or whatever as she walked away. Yeah. Okay. I get the point was that he was coming on yes. creepy yeah. and inappropriate to yeah. her, especially if it was considered a business yeah. uh, meeting. Yeah. But I guess to me, I just thought it was like kind of like a quick escalation. I don't know. No, he. I think he just said something to the effect of, I know you feel this way too or whatever. Like, I know you feel it too. Yeah. And I think she was just like quickly escalated to anger because she had already turned him down previously. They da- they went on a date and it mm-hmm. didn't go well. And then he interrupted her having a really good time with Matt Murdock. 
Okay, so it was more about that than... Like that he wasted her time. Okay, okay. And interrupted a good time. Okay. To be a douchebag. Yeah. When he could have just been a douchebag alone and not bothered her. <laughs> Valid point. Valid yeah. point. I think she just was like, well, I need to do something drastic to get the point across because this stupid idiot didn't get it the first I guess time. in my head it was just like, you could get fired for... I don't know. Yeah, I guess I could see what you're saying, but then... She's not thinking appropriately... For the consequences that could come out of that, I guess, right. is what I was but like. Clearly, I guess it's not really relevant. Clearly it's, he wasn't I'm either. looking more into this than I needed to. But Yes, it sounds like it. Because, <laughs> like, they made a big deal about him being, like, a big client for yeah. them. And so, like, to me, I'm like, well, don't do that to a big client. I think she was trying to make a point so that he wouldn't keep coming on to her. Okay. Because... What she, was that? What was that one scene where he's like, oh, yeah, we should... Uh, we should reconnect. Yeah, we should get drinks sometime. Or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And then she's like, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. We should do that. <laughs> and then Nikki was like, you rolled over so quickly. Yeah. She was like, instantly. So this is her redemption then? Yes. That's what I'm getting out of it. This is her rolling over. The other way. To get up. Yes. <laughs> and throw a table at him. Yes, exactly. So then we get to see Daredevil again, like as Daredevil this time, because mm. she gets a call from Condiment Leapfrog. Man. Condiment Man, yeah. Um, she gets a call from Leapfrog, and he's like, I'm being attacked. And so she's like, rushes over there, and oh, guess what? Her super suit that she wasn't going to use. Mm-hmm. Her onesie. Yeah, her onesie. Is it considered a onesie if it doesn't, if it's not enclosed on the feet and all that? Is I that think, still considered a onesie? I think it's like a leotard or a romper. It's like skin tight, so I'm guessing it's called a leotard. Okay. Or maybe it's just a bodysuit. I'm not sure. I don't sure. think you can say that anymore. <laughs> pretty sure you can i'm pretty sure you can't use that word anymore okay (laughs) it's disrespectful to stupid looking clothes okay um so (laughs) this was a really interesting scene because she holds clothes that are more challenged than other clothes at being worn are you done (laughs) trying to talk about she hulk (laughs) oh i mean i was too doesn't sound like it Okay, so this is a really interesting scene because we get to see She-Hulk thinks that she's protecting her client and she's fighting Daredevil. And so us as the viewer, we're like, well, what the fuck's happening? Mm-hmm. I love how she doesn't even know who Daredevil is. No, she's never... Not that she doesn't know that like, he's Matt Murdock. But she doesn't she even doesn't know even who, Daredevil, know who is. Daredevil is. Yeah. Like, in his head, it's like, uh, I'm Daredevil. I'm Daredevil, yeah. Everybody knows who I yeah. am. And she's like, <laughs> who? Yeah. <laughs> She, well, just to say, yeah, well, it is pretty daring to use ketchup and mustard as your color scheme. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah the, their whole interaction was pretty fun. I think yeah. they had... A, so, I will say I was a little concerned with how they did Daredevil in this show. Because he's a lot different than you see him in the Netflix series. And they're True. claiming that it's the same character. So, yeah. like, it's a little concerning... Uh-huh. That he's going to just be, like, a real goofy character now. Right. Based off what we've seen. But we'll, you know, hopefully they'll Did we do something a little bit. Show? No. Okay, so. We're on season three. We got, like, half of it left, I think. I'm just wondering if maybe he evolves over this, over the show. That... No. No? no. It's, this doesn't? is strictly a Disney Plus okay. change. Okay, got it. Yeah. No. You, there's no reason to use logic in this because it's not oh. there. Oh, okay. Got it. <laughs> 
So it's interesting for the viewers to see this battle going on because you're like, well, but Daredevil's a good guy, and mm-hmm. then she's the good person. So like, a, like, I mean, but Marvel likes to do this, right? They like to true. pin superheroes against each other, yeah, so the true. fans can be like, you know, see what would happen if they fought each other. Yeah, we see it all the time. That's true. Um, we got to see uh, Rogers the musical billboard in the background during this battle. Mm-hmm. That was a random fun little Easter egg, which you know again times it so to an extent of where it could be. True. True. Depending on, I wonder what the average run of a Broadway musical is. I don't know. I'm not going to get into that right Probably now. Probably like a year, right? I would think, but I'm honestly basing that on nothing. successful? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Usually it's like New York for however long, right? And then when it's no longer deemed popular, mm-hmm. it gets like the traveling band. I have no idea, honestly. Oh, okay. Yeah. I honestly just made that up. Okay. I don't know how it works. Okay. Yeah, I was just going to not speculate because okay. I have no fucking idea. But... Because they change the cast members, right? When it's yeah, like yeah, older you and get it's... A you don't shirt. get the like the people who were cast for this. It's right. the people who like weren't cast, but I now mean, they were. They, they cast them. It's just a new casting. They cast them after they cast the others. Yeah. I guess they got cast multiple times. They got cast away initially... And then they got cast on when the originals didn't want to continue. Yeah. So, after a short battle. <laughs> a lot um, of casting going on. Uh, Jen fairly quickly finds out that Daredevil is Matt Murdock. And... Oh, okay. Yeah. Type moment. And then it's like they just start calling each other by their first names and everything. And it's like... Wow, she's... I mean, know who she is. I know, but Everyone the knows fact she's that Jen Walters. she calls him Matthew or whatever in one scene, and it's like, uh-huh. well, don't give away his secret identity. Well, it's just the two of them. Yeah, and she obviously doesn't think Daredevil is a fun name. Yeah, um, she does bring a good point though. She's like, well, excuse me for thinking the one dressed like a devil is the bad guy. <laughs> See, good point. Yeah, it's not like his name was Jake from State Farm. Yeah. Okay, so she's obviously she finds out that the reason that he was after Leapfrog Guy is because Leapfrog Guy had kidnapped Leaf Jacobson and was forcing him to make him a new suit, mm-hmm. which is like a really weird escalation to that. Number yeah. One. So the thing is weird because I, I feel like Leapfrog is basically a bad guy, right? Like, but he's a bad guy in the sense of he's just immature, not necessarily yeah. that he's actually a villain. He's just terrible. He makes terrible choices because yes. he's not smart. Because he's an idiot. Yeah. He wears a leotard. I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure. Because I, last <laughs> I checked, you you can't say that. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> he's uh, wardrobally challenged. Yeah. I believe is the correct description. Yeah. Definitely. So... Of course, Jen gets her opportunity to redeem herself with Luke Jacobson by helping Daredevil rescue him. Mm-hmm. That's a fun I little l- thing. I loved the conversation they had, too, before the the uh, attack on the lily pad. Yes. Which was very... Yeah. Uh, reminded me a lot of uh, Tony Stark having Avengers Tower. Yeah. Or like, For, like, the whole Loki thing, he's like, yes. oh, it's going to be somewhere where he can, like... Show off his whatever. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, I know where it is. Yeah. And it's Stark Tower or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It was that kind of moment for me. Right. Um, But like the whole difference between goons and henchmen, was it? Yeah. It was. Was it like goons are paid and they don't really 
They, they're don't not really committed. care. They're just paid, and then henchmen are committed to the cause. Yeah, I think which is a, and that was them. It's trying, a fair distinction. And that was them trying to like repeat the whole uh, Captain Winter Soldier, or Captain wait, Falcon Winter Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> There's too many names tied to these characters now. <laughs> Captain Winter Soldier. <laughs> I like that one. It's a new yeah. show. <laughs> I mean, technically, yeah, it would be. That's true. If they did, well, they did at the end of it, right? Oh, you're they right. did call it that, so yeah, yeah I am okay, right. Okay. So <laughs> back to the point. Yeah. But like they did that too, right? They had like the, the the wizards, robots, or something like that. It was like this whole conversation about yes, different types yeah. of like enemies or something. Right. Yeah. Wizards, aliens, or robots. Yeah. What was the point of this? I forgot. I don't, just... <laughs> Just reminded me of that okay. with the whole henchman and goon thing. Got it. Like a, a random, like, like, a, like, like a, a Larry David. A uh, funny conversation yeah. that they would have about things that they deal with. Yeah, yeah. That's all it was. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So, <laughs> in the process of all this, Jen does get to redeem herself with Luke Jacobson and he makes her her fancy dress. The weird thing happens is like so the she ends up hooking up with Daredevil. They have like a nice ending, and then this is where she starts mm-hmm. to break the fourth wall a little yeah. bit more. They did not lie. Yeah, I repeat, they did not lie when they said Daredevil was going to be in <laughs> She-Hulk. There was no exaggeration there. They did not lie, yeah. and they definitely broke the fourth wall. Among other things, probably. Yeah, they broke, they broke all the walls. <laughs> um, but this is where, like, she has had fourth wall breaking moments throughout the series. But I think this is where it started to get, like, very intense. Mm-hmm. Um, the, yeah, before it was really just more like just talking to the audience of, like... Like, offhanded remarks. Yeah, yeah. tied to the scene that they just had. Yeah. But now we're starting to get, like, this is getting real meta. Yes, um, so she's like, that seems like a nice ending. Why is the episode still going and all of this? <laughs> it's like, and then we're like, oh, that's a good question. Why is the episode still going? Um, they go to the gala and they announce female lawyer of the year, but it's like several women. I don't, I still don't understand. I'm assuming that's I a joke. I think this was just their way of, the writers I think were poking at like women not being taken seriously in yeah. professional Role, that's like, what I got out of successful it. Successful roles like that. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. That's what I got from it. Same. Okay. Um, and then the gala event is um, interrupted by a video thing of Hulk King saying that She-Hulk doesn't deserve the reward. She's mm. a slut and yeah. all these things. And it's all got facts. Like all facts. Pictures and video that were taken from her phone. And then like broadcast them to the entire event. Yeah. Um, and Jen is obviously pissed. Or She-Hulk is obviously pissed. To the point where she doesn't hold back. And then ends up like mm. breaking the whole screen. And then for some reason this but like tears... Not like hulked out. No. She's conscious She's and capable angry. of stopping. Yeah. She's just yeah. mad about the situation. Yes. Which anybody would be. It's a completely fair response. Okay. So basically they stole all of her shit from Josh. Well, Josh stole all of her information. Yes. And they used that on the thing to like basically uh, ruin her. her image. Yes. I guess at the event. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. I see the whole thing too with the coworker. I keep forgetting her name. Mallory. Mallory. Thank mm-hmm. you. Where she was like, "Don't do it." Don't like, do it, don't. Jen. But like, I don't know. I feel like they kind of exaggerated that whole thing of like, because it's like, it wasn't. She didn't do that crazy of stuff. Like, she broke a TV, a wall. Like, yeah. Okay. But so, so find think... her and make her pay for that shit. Like, it wasn't like that drastic of a. She wasn't like destroying the entire like city, city like Hulk has done yeah. at some point, right? It's... Exactly. So I think that that was just meant for Mallory to like understand the look in her eyes and say, "Don't do it," because she was like, "You know, they're like," she was trying to warn her, like, "Don't do that," because you know they're gonna overreact. Basically, is it like the whole like because you're a woman, you're gonna be like judged harsher for your actions? Probably yes. Again, like, you know, like, how I was like, oh, like, that's kind of a drastic action with her on the table. But at the same time, this one, I'm like, yeah, she broke some stuff at the building. But, like, it didn't seem like send her to the raft type Yeah, I don't understand how, like, her breaking the screen made, like, the building start to fall down. Like, it it didn't seem, like, people were really overreacting to that. Yeah, it's like everybody's overreacting to the situation. Yeah. And she... Was trying to chase some of my people that were clearly the intelligentsia that were disguised there, and yeah. um, So obviously, at that point, it's like, oh, so the intelligentsia are behind all this shit, and they're the ones that want the blood and all that stuff. And now we just have to figure out who Hulk King is, which obviously it's me. So yeah, uh, (laughs) guess they're still looking. Yeah, Um, and then that was like a whole ridiculous thing. And also, we did have a tease of Red Hulk. And what she was talking about with the fourth wall breaking thing, she was like, is it the kind of ending where there's a new Hulk and he's red or the kind of ending where I'm getting fridged? <laughs> That's what she said. So there's a reference to apparently the fridged thing comes from comics. Yeah. I don't think I. We've thought, had this conversation. I mean, yeah. I knew that it came from like. Yeah, it was a character that like his wife was murdered by the villain and then put into a fridge for him to yeah. find and that's yeah. what was that's literally what fridged. created his like motive and like right what moved that character forward and so people call it fridging but like i i get why like people are upset with that, that term but like it's like male or female like how else are you gonna like draw out emotion from people with like loss like i i don't know like People have to die in these stories, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like, what do you True. expect? Whether they're male or female, like, what's the fucking difference? Yeah. That's a fair point. So is it like nobody can ever die now? Well, or else no, it's fridging? It's, it's just stupid. specifically dying solely to further the plot of the male character. But if that character is not important, then that's the point of that character anyways. Right, but... For, for, the, for the viewer to say, oh, well, that character wasn't important enough it's like well but the person who created that character chose for them not to be important you get what i'm saying yes to me it's like with like video games now right where people are like well you need to uh make it friendly for everybody who can't play games that are at a higher difficulty it's like mm-hmm. well don't they have the right to make it how they want it to make to make it i think that the difference with the fridging thing or the reason that it was deemed a thing was because it was only ever happening with female characters. I mean, I get at the time. Yeah. yeah I'm not, yeah. I'm not arguing that it should never have been labeled something okay. and that it's okay. I'm just yeah. saying now it's like, 
if you're going to use that logic, then like literally every character has somebody fridged in every issue. So like it's just a thing now that people are going to die because it helps draw out emotion for the reader. But I don't think any random person dying is being fridged. It's only the love interest of the main character. I thought that was the point. Well, obviously, if it's some random homeless person on the street that dies in the comic, no one's going to care. <laughs> it's rude. <laughs> Somebody might care. Yeah. But okay. I'm just saying, I'm... like, it's not every random person who dies on these things isn't the one. They aren't being Okay, fridged. let me put it like this. If it was somebody's sibling who was murdered mm-hmm. and put in a fridge, yeah. is that still fridging? <laughs> No, because it wasn't... Because they weren't a love interest. Even though they they were somebody who was... They had like an emotional connection to that person. They had value to that person. But they weren't a love interest. So like they're not fridged. Like you get what I'm saying? Yeah. As long as they're not Targaryens or Lannisters. There's no love interest involved as well. (laughs) Okay. Then I would say it's not fridging. (laughs) Okay. I like how you specify that there can't be any form of incest involved. (laughs) Loophole, I have sex with my sister. (laughs) Is it fridging? Said every Targaryen ever. (laughs) It's like that meme of the the anime guy with the butterfly. butterfly. Is it fridging? fridging? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right. Um, I murdered my sister during sex. Was it fridging? Yeah. I did. Good question. I know. I guess to me, it just seems like at some point, like you have to just let go of like the like label of fridging because it's just like, unless you want characters to be boring as fuck because they don't have those emotional beats drawn out of the reader or viewer. Like, I, what are you going to do? Obviously, death is a big reactor for people. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Thank you for joining my TED Talk. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, and now we finally get into the ninth and final episode of the season. It starts off with a direct take-for-take take copy, essentially, of the 1970s Hulk show in yeah. the intro. Um, Quick, pop quiz. What's the name of the song played for the opening credits of that show. And the ending credits, I guess. I have no idea. I guess, idea. no, it's just the ending credits. I don't think the opening did it. The ending credits I don't, I don't know of the Incredible Hulk series in the 70s or whatever. I don't know why you think I would know the answer to that. It's called Lonely Man. Okay. The Lonely Man. Okay. It's such a good... It's oh, so good. Okay. It's right up there for me with Moonlight Sonata. Pop quiz. Who was the actor who played Hulk? Uh, Something. Something. No, I was going to say it. Okay. I, I had it in my head. It's one of those things where I have the picture of the guy. I yeah. know like yeah. the name to an extent, but like I don't have it puzzled together yet. Yeah. But you just had to take that from oh, me. Oh, okay. Just know I was going to get that one perfect. Got it. Okay. Noted. Pop quiz. What did he cameo as in the uh, first Incredible Hulk movie? Fuck, I forgot. Mm-hmm. Who's the idiot now? <laughs> I wasn't calling you an idiot. That's rude. Well, I was. Um, to you. Fuck. I don't remember. I think it was a security guard. I'm not quite sure. Really. <laughs> okay. A lot of build up. A lot of build up for that. I want to say it was a security guard. Okay. Okay. All right. 
so the intro was pretty fun and a little bit of a throwback. Um, it was a little ridiculous how they mm-hmm. had like a person like dressed up <laughs> like like She Hulk. Mm-hmm. It was like a practical effects version of yeah. She Hulk. Yeah, ridiculous. Um, so the general thing of this episode was that they figured out there was a private event with the intelligentsia. Nikki's goal was to infiltrate the event to figure out who the fuck Hulk King is and all that stuff. Um, but then she figures out, oh, I have to be a guy because of whatever, something that was said. Like, oh, see you there, bro. And she was like, oh, shit. So then she ends up recruiting Pug to go do this. And mm. he's like so out of place and very uncomfortable. But so she's like coaching him for what to say. Turns out they are at the retreat, mm-hmm. like, uh, place doing their event. Yeah, Blonsky's... Uh... Emil Blonsky's retreat place. And he's a guest speaker mm-hmm. for their little retreat. See, that part blew me up, like, away. Because at first I was like, oh my god, so he is a part of it. Mm-hmm. But, so, after watching again, though. So, it, it seems like he's somewhat innocent. And he's just... He booked... A gig yes. to be a guest speaker. He didn't yes. necessarily know what it was for. Right. So it's just more of a coincidence in that scenario. Yes. Why he's why he's involved. abomination at some events. Yes, exactly. So I guess that's his only crime was turning into abomination. Yes. Which he's way bigger. Way. Than I feel like he was in the Incredible Hulk movie. Yeah. I feel like he's like twice the size now. He's yeah. He's definitely. Very big. And as we see later on, he's like way bigger than... Than the Hulk. Than the Hulk, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, in the in the process of infiltrating this bullshit, they find out that Todd Phelps, the douchebag with the wine, is Hulk King. And he's oh. so proud of it. Oh. Yeah. So it's not this you. This whole time I thought it was me. No. Maybe there's two. But he said he was one of them. How does he spell it? <laughs> Hulk King. <laughs> oh, see, I spell it with two N's and a Y, but it's not where you think. <laughs> oh, like the head tilt yeah, with that? Yeah. I yeah. thought it would help with me yeah. getting the execution of the right, voice. Right, right, right. Okay. Not sure if it worked, but. <laughs> it sounded great. Um, Madison never change. Yeah. <laughs> um,. Basically, Jen discovers the event because she's looking for Emil because she's going through this bullshit where, where society is like, fuck you, mm-hmm. even though she didn't do anything really that wrong. And yeah. she's like, the only person who knows how I feel is Emil Blonsky. <laughs> and she goes and looks for him, finds him, and she's like, what the fuck is going yeah. on? Well, she got out of prison, right? Making yes. the same deal as Blonsky did. Yes. She got the bracelet on her ankle. Yes. She can't turn into She-Hulk. She got fired again. Yeah. Yeah. Not again. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, though, she had to be She-Hulk for the job, according to the... I mean, yes. I don't think that's a legal thing you could no. say, but no. that was somehow a stipulation. So, yeah. by that logic, I understand why she was fired, because she couldn't right. be She-Hulk. Yeah. But anyways, I thought that was kind of interesting that she's like now in the same position that Blonsky was. Exactly. After her helping him. Yes. Um... So then this is where it starts to go bananas. Yeah, it goes full throttle at this point. It goes way off the wall here. Todd Phelps reveals his whole thing. He's like, you don't deserve this, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? I earned my powers. Mm -hmm. And then he like 
What? Wasn't sure earned how he it? earned them. I guess I, I guess the logic for him is he earned it by putting all the effort into finding a way to get the DNA from her. Fucking douchebag. I think like the joke has to be that he doesn't understand what earning is because he's too well, I mean, rich. That's what they're yeah. going for. Yeah. It's, so yeah. Then we see Titania crash in. Yeah, to Titania the comes in randomly for no reason. Starts throwing guys everywhere. Yeah. Hulk shows up. Starts yeah. and then attacking Blonsky because he thinks that he's attacking Jen because the Abomination picked up Jen to like protect her from mm-hmm. stupid guy. And then Hulk misinterprets that and he's mm-hmm. like, "Put down my cousin" or whatever. Yeah. And it's like a fucking shit show going on. Put down on. my fuck buddy. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is not Game of Thrones. <laughs> That's good because we don't want her to get fridged. Yeah. So Jenna's like, hold on. Then she does the whole like, like full on fourth wall breaking thing where yeah. she jumps out. She pauses the show and jumps out and jumps into a sebble basically infiltrating real life. I thought that was fun that they did that where she pops out of the menu screen yeah. on Disney Plus of her show and then goes into a different one. Yeah, that was um, interesting. I was also looking to to see if there was anything uh-huh. on that that was like something we don't actually have to watch <laughs> yeah. to see if there was any kind of like surprise tease that we didn't know about. Right. I didn't see anything, unfortunately. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. So yeah, this was fun. I, I liked the whole idea of like her now being in like the real world for like the fourth wall stuff. It got a little weird though with like the narrative because like then it's like so... Did any of this stuff happen or not as far as, like, the, the story that they were telling yeah. us until now? Yeah. It, basically, she confronts the writers and they're like, we're just doing what Kevin told us to do. Mm-hmm. And then she tries to go confront Kevin and then it turns out Kevin is a fucking robot? He's, he's or an like AI a, computer? An AI His, camera computer? Yeah. Kevin is Knowledge Enhanced Visual Interconnectivity Nexus. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that was his actual voice they just used and put, I like, a robotic... Uh, yeah tone to it and i love how he like had like a hat still yes designed into like the camera lens and all yeah. that stuff. that was pretty funny that was really funny he's always wearing hats probably because yeah. he's bald like me <laughs> okay that would be a really cool drama bald like me yeah it's just called bald like me <laughs> was it like a show like dead like me or something like that there or? was it was a pretty good show yeah see there you go yeah. bald like me would be even better <laughs> <laughs> you know what this whole scene reminds me of what uh do you remember south park was it south park yes and they wanted to know who was behind the ideas of like some show was it it like manatees or something yeah yeah, it was like three manatees (laughs) would just like bounce a ball or something and then it would like pick a word yes and then those things were like made the the plot of whatever they were i remember what was it simpsons family guy something like that i feel like there was like i can't remember but yeah I remember that. That was the joke. Yes. And like this just reminds it's me very of that, much like that whole plot. And yeah. So I was like, oh, this is a little, like I get what they're going for, but I'm like, this is this has been done before. Yeah, definitely. To an extent. Mm-hmm. But it is funny that they like, I like that they're, they kind of in essence made fun of themselves. Yeah. Which I can always appreciate. Yeah, you mean like with like the like wanting to make it plot different than yeah. Like, the criticism that they're all the same. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I get that. Um, You know, they play with that a little bit more with this, too, where, like, Kevin was like, oh, well, we need to explain why Hulk was away. And Mm -hmm. then she's like, oh, well, just uh, save it for the movie or something like that. Yeah, we don't need to hear about that. Just save it for the movie. Yeah. Yeah, like, stuff like that. And I thought that was kind of fun. 
to kind of play on like teases like that because like obviously early on in this show we're we're well aware that he's going to Sakaar for something that's yeah presumably important to the MCU yeah, yeah. or like you know it's going to start a bigger story mm-hmm. and I like how they kind of just nip that in the bud like uh, which I, I kind of get like why they would do that right because it's like it's her show not yes. his right. The only downside is then they kind of go later on and they reveal that anyways. So yeah. I felt like it was a lost opportunity to like, why do that and then reveal it anyways. Right. I agree. I think that was kind of weird. I like the idea behind what they did because the title of the show, this episode is Whose Show Is This? Yeah. yeah. And I, I like what they did with that, but mm-hmm. they kind of like did both things. And like the whole idea was like the big finale scene was chaotic. You know, mm-hmm. you had the Hulk, Titania... Todd Phelps Todd Hulk, yeah. turns into a Hulk himself by yeah. taking her DNA, whatever, and using yeah. it. Which, you know, scratch the science, whatever. It's just like, it's yeah. whatever. Apparently, you know, anybody can do it. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. yeah. I was kind of hoping that they were going to tie it to, like, her DNA and Banner's DNA being, like, a key to why it works. Mm-hmm. Rather than Any anybody asshole. can do it. Yeah. Um, obviously they kind of like dismissed the whole plot anyway, so it didn't matter, but like, it felt like it would have been fun to see him mutate and then have it go and horribly then, like, wrong. it go horribly wrong. Yeah. Um. Agreed. That's what I was hoping was going to happen. And like kind of cement that like, it's something about them mm-hmm. that allows the Hulk genetics to work. Yeah. Otherwise it just feels like. Otherwise you just explode. Yeah. And they kind of get into that, right? Like, oh, Great. Original, another plot yeah. of somebody getting and the blood and becoming, yeah. you know, a Hulk with the powers of the original. Yeah. So I get why they did it, mm-hmm. but have it go wrong for the guy. Yeah. To actually kind of like give him a punishment, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I And agree. a reason for why this all happened. Because right. really what they did was she erased all of that finale stuff, right? And then she just goes and, oh, he's arrested. It's now daytime. Daredevil shows up because yeah. he's a sexy and I want to see him again. Yeah. But it's last second and it's already been taken care of. So yeah. he's just here for the yeah, camera. Yeah, he just literally sh- like drops out of thin air. Yeah. Like- <laughs> was there even a tree? No, there was nothing. He just <laughs> drops in. Okay. Out of the sky. It made no sense. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I just, I felt like it was a little disappointing that that's, I guess to me it was like all the buildup of what they were doing with the plot was essentially useless. It didn't mean anything. Everything they did beforehand was just not relevant, right? Yeah. And was it, that the whole meta point of the the show? That not, nothing matters? I, well, I don't know. I just like... <laughs> I... Like, I get they wanted to do something different, yeah. but I feel like the fourth wall stuff alone was different enough. I mean, Very. yeah, we had Deadpool, which we learned something new. Yeah, we did. Actually, doing research for the show... So she had the fourth wall stuff in comics before Deadpool. Yeah. I, I never knew you that. learn something new every day. I definitely did not know that she was I first. guess it's just because Deadpool had it done in those movies first, so it just feels like it's a Deadpool thing. Right. Yeah. His is also, like, a little different. I don't know how to say more than that, but I feel like when Deadpool does it, it's different. Okay. <laughs> it's like... Four and a half walls. Yeah, sure. Or three and a half. Yeah. Which is like, you know, 
more or less. I don't know. Yeah. Than She-Hulk, maybe? Yeah. Okay. I feel like She-Hulk was much more aggressive with it. Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. More, more in your face. Yeah. Literally, because it like, was literally, how the conversation was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whereas he was just kind of more like, referencing somebody, shit that... He's sorry. just more like, somebody should have worn the brown pants or whatever. Like, it's little, yeah. little quippy remarks. Or he references stuff that only fans yes. or the viewers would know yeah. of those those whatever references. Right, right. So that's, yeah. I, I see how you're saying they're doing them differently. I don't know. Just like the whole, like, I, okay. So I guess the, the premise that we were going to get was Intelligentsia was ran by Todd Phelps. He wanted to become a Hulk. They didn't really establish why, though. Was it because he was so into her? No, I think he just was like, I'd be better at being a superhero because I want to. Okay. They clearly went for this whole, like, men hate women type feel. It felt more like entitled rich guy thing to me. I don't know. It just, like, I think they could have done so much more with the plot if they wanted to actually give us a plot. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's like, you know, you referenced Titania earlier and how, like, she had those kind of same... Yeah. lines of like entitlement yeah. about the powers and yeah. and feeling like she earned or deserved them over she hulk or whatever mm-hmm. right and so like i thought instead of making it more of about a gender thing of men being the intelligentsia trying to like troll women mm-hmm. superhero women online i thought it would be interesting if it was like titania was behind it mm-hmm. but she was playing the men yeah from the shadows. Right. Right? And she's the one kind of giving those mentalities yeah. to them. Mm-hmm. To like kind of have that anger. But really it was her she's stirring it as yeah. a social media influencer. Yeah. I still am not entirely convinced that that's it. Like obviously Hulk King supposedly created the website or whatever. Mm-hmm. But... I feel like there has to be more to it. I, I because think why would they use the name Intelligentsia? They have to use it for something bigger. Because yeah. if they didn't, if they don't, it's just it's a, such a throwaway thing. Because they've already introduced that uh, the leader's going to be in Captain America 4. Whatever it is. The New World Order, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. They're bringing in MODOK in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just feels like the next natural step. You know, we, we've got She-Hulk now, right? There's mm-hmm. presumptions that there's going to be a Red Hulk at some point. I know we lost William Hurt, but it doesn't mean the character is no longer available to exist, right? right. yeah. There, there's rumors that Harrison Ford is taking over the role. Yep. Theodore Ross. Mm-hmm. So... At his age, I don't think he's there to do the action scenes. No, definitely not. So someone tells me they may be using him to just shift into having a CGI character like Red Hulk. And he could do the voice or whatever and not necessarily have to be really hands-on. That's a good point, yeah. If that's all true, right? Right, yeah. So, um, yeah, I just I feel like the intelligentsia have to be a bigger thing. Yeah. Or like maybe it's like, uh, like they did with... Uh, the mandarin where Mm -hmm. they play it off like it's just some boob guy trying to fucking do a role (laughs) (laughs) turns out he's an ass man yeah with the what's that fucking creature thing he becomes buddies with and oh my god yeah 
Oh, what the fuck? His name's something stupid like Henry or whatever, right? I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> it just reminded me because he had a butt face. And yeah. so I was like, boob guy became an ass man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so like, you know, they did that, right? He was that. And then like, it turns out that there was a real Mandarin, but like he wasn't officially called the Mandarin, but like he was that role of that character with the rings. You know what they could do later on is they could reveal that this Todd douchebag guy knew of an organization called Intelligentsia with a T, like it's spelled in the comics. Mm -hmm. And then he kind of like liked how it sounded. So he had to change it slightly so he could get the website name. That's actually not a bad idea. Or it's just like he's just a pawn. I don't know. Yeah. Being used by like them. Because obviously their whole thing his, is they're really smart and Maybe his dad's manipulate. company has something to do with the real intelligentsia. And that's how he heard the name. And maybe. then he made up his own thing. Yeah. I, I would be shocked if they didn't go further with the intelligentsia being yeah. some kind of a role. Yeah. Where it's a bigger thing than we think it is. Yeah. According to this, you know. But yeah. I, I feel like I would have liked to have seen Titania be kind of like the ending result of this. I think that would have been really fun, even if she was also being played or something or, you know, especially with them, the whole show kind of feels like it's about female empowerment. So like to have the villain be playing a bunch of guys on the internet to like Mm -hmm. do her bidding essentially. Yeah. Not a bad idea. I don't think. That's true. That's very true. Plus, it would also, like, kind of establish her as, like, a true villain for her, right? So... Mm-hmm. Something tells me she's, like, not smart enough to do that, though. That's true. And she, she was also kind of, kind of another character dumb. where I was, like, they kind of made her the same as Madison, right? She was yeah. also another stereotypical of that kind of yeah. character, but more sinister, I guess. Right. More malicious. Yeah. In her actions. Very true. So, you brought up Thunderbolts earlier. What are your thoughts on Abomination at this point? I I mean, after watching him becoming, like, this, like, spiritual leader person, I was like, oh, I guess they're not doing that, right? Mm-hmm. But based on what we've seen now, he goes back in handcuffs, right? Mm-hmm. Which I thought was kind of weird. Like, I, so, he's, he's going back to prison because he turned into Abomination? Yes. Like, you could have just let it slide. Like, I don't know. Just, like... He clearly wasn't the villain, right? So right, right. why not just let it slide? Especially since she technically did it herself. So by that logic, wouldn't she want to go to prison as well for honoring her? Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Because that was the whole thing was she wanted him to like face his the consequences of his actions. Right, yeah. So logically, she would be doing the same thing. Yeah. I guess because she got freed of her charges after yeah. the fact. Yeah. I think that she it was just her wish that he was going to want to pay for his actions or whatever. It just, to me, felt like a cheap way of getting him back in prison. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of what got my mindset of, oh, he is going to be a Thunderbolt. Yeah. Maybe it, not right off the bat, but mm-hmm. I'm wondering if that's what they're setting up is he's back in prison, so now he's going to become a Thunderbolt because... He's going to make a deal with what's her name to probably do this shit to get out faster. I don't know. Yeah, but to be fair, uh, I also feel like the I'm going to go pay for, like he says something like the karmic price I pay for my actions. Like it does track with his personality and how he's portrayed as having become this like teacher guru guy about stuff. So like. But that 
same point, then he wouldn't have turned into Abomination if he's grown as a character like that. He's not like fully, he's never going to be fully a different person. He's always going to suffer or like be the person that's like, well, I just want to make some money out of it, you know? But like, he's, I don't know. I feel like it's like a person who's addicted to something and then they like occasionally go back to it or whatever. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I, I'm, I'm team Blonsky. Like, yeah. If I had powers like that, yeah, I'm gonna fucking use them. Fuck yeah. you. Like, I don't, like, yeah. Am I, am I doing crimes? No. But, yeah. like, yeah, I'm gonna, if I need to get something on the top shelf and it's too tall, I'm, I'm transforming. Like, yeah. I don't give what a fuck. What if you just, like, go through the ceiling, though? It's like Target or something. They have high fucking oh, okay. thresholds for that stuff. Yeah. You just, like, knock over the aisle next to you, just trying to get something on the top shelf. Not my problem. Oh, okay. Clean up the entire aisle. <laughs> it's like, the tomato sauces. Yeah. One thing I didn't like about that last scene is he's wearing the same clothes. Like, how do his clothes stretch? What do you mean? So when he's Abomination, he's wearing the same clothes as whenever he's in Blonsky. How do his clothes stretch like that? They're linen. It doesn't make sense. He's wearing clothes? Yes. When he turns into Abomination, aren't his clothes gone? No, they're there. He's still wearing clothes. You talking about like the the, the chaotic the speaking scene. engagement where he walks yeah, yeah. in? He's wearing clothes. Well, I guess it's implied that he also has stretchy clothes. Mm. They don't look stretchy. Well, I mean, did you did you touch them? No, but they don't look stretchy. Okay. I don't have a problem. Well, neither did Mister Fantastic until he's stretched. Okay. So all right, <laughs> fine. <laughs> it's you have to use your imagination. I yeah. know it's a stretch, all but. Right. You're the worst. Oh. <laughs> I guess, okay, so just, like, to conclude for, like, how this all ended with the season. Like, yeah. I enjoyed what we got, mm-hmm. but it does bother me that we had a build-up just for it to basically be erased. I, I feel like that's, like, it just made me feel like I wasted my time with what we were leading up to. So, I agree with you partially, the build-up up until the speaking engagement. I feel like I need answers for that. But everything that happened once they were we were, like, at that cabin area or whatever, where they were doing the, where Abomination and Titania and all this shit happened. Mm. All of that, I was like, why the fuck is all this happening right now? Yeah, it felt, like, crazy. It was and too like, much. You know, and yeah. obviously that was probably, like, the play yeah. that they wanted for the viewer was, yeah. like... You're like in your head, like what the fuck, and yeah, you're criticizing like, it yeah. internally, yeah. just to find out that that's not really what's even happening. Yeah. It's like they—that's just them being silly. I still feel like, though, I agree with you that I wanted a better resolution to the Todd situation. Well, okay, I guess that's what bothers me is like, so like, what is he being arrested for? Because if you erased all of what happened in that room where he, get, you know, injects himself with the Hulk DNA mm-hmm. and all that stuff, like, so none of that happened. Technically. So what is he being arrested for? Is it, I guess, just the crimes of stealing her phone data? Well, yeah. She said access to a private computer, which is basically a phone. Okay. Yeah. And then something else. Defamation or whatever. So I guess what happened for them to prove that he did that? I think... It's really just her word to his. He admitted it, but like somebody must have been filming. I'm not sure. That's the thing that bothers me is like yeah. we got a conclusion of what she wanted to happen yeah. for the outcome. But like we didn't really get to see why 
that outcome happened. Yeah. That's fair. I get it. I just don't understand. It's like, kind of like how Daredevil wh- literally Where did you get to this hair. point that he's now being arrested? Like, tell us what happened for why he's arrested. Right. When did the cops show up? Why did they show up? Yeah. Stuff like that. It just seemed like a missed opportunity for, like, I guess a smooth ending, even yeah. though I guess that's not what they wanted to do. Anyways. Okay. You want to get into our final report? I guess uh, we had... Real quick, we oh, have another sorry, couple sorry, things that happened yeah, 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 that sorry. we need to talk about, though. Yeah, go ahead. See it. The, uh, the last scene of the show is, like, a family barbecue, which is, like, ridiculous. Matt Murdock is there. Mm-hmm. And, like, her family's giving him the fucking third degree. I don't think he even knew he was at a barbecue, though. Yeah, he might not have. Although, he, could, he, he thought he was at church, I think. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so there, that whole, like, quirky bullshit's happening. And, uh, the Hulk comes back mm-hmm. and introduces somebody. Wearing, like, a Hawaiian shirt? Yeah, he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt, which is weird. I think they were playing on the whole, uh, Fast and Furious tone. Oh, right. Of, like, it all being, like, a family yeah. barbecue at the end of the yeah. the series. And then he's dressed kind of like Vin Diesel would dress oh, in those you're right. movies. Yeah, that's a good point. Just that's how I took it. That's a fair point. Especially with what happens. It's yeah. all about family. Yeah. So we are introduced to Scar, who is the Hulk's son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here's the thing that I don't, like, there's a lot of things. Yeah. Okay, first off... How much time do we have? <laughs> I don't mind that they are bringing Scar into this. And we kind of assume that's what they were doing. It's yeah. not really a shock. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess for me, the simplicity of how they did it just kind of disappoints me. Mm-hmm. One, you know, we kind of talked about it earlier where she's like in the thing with Kevin. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, we'll skip that. Save it for the save it for his movie. Yeah. Uh, stuff like that, right? And then... They reveal what he was doing there at the very end. And it just kind of like, well, what was the point of that scene of her saying that? Yeah. If they were just going to do it anyways. Yeah. It feels like, yeah, I want to see Scar at some point. But like, it felt like a very underwhelming reveal, I guess. Especially Mm -hmm. after you just said you weren't going to do it. And that was kind of like the tease. Yeah. Um, And then he just looks so fucking dumb. Yeah. I don't know. He looks really weird. I, I, we were watching like videos of like people's like uh, you know, just talking about this like yeah. his reveal and like someone was like, "Oh, uh, his haircut must be because of the barber guy that Stanley plays in yeah. Ragnarok and yeah. uh, how he got fidgety and yeah, it's like anything that we can think of to explain why he looks bad." Yeah. And I didn't even realize it's an actual actor that 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 yeah, I didn't either. his face was. I thought they just took Mark Ruffalo and then changed it up a bit, which I guess speaks a lot for how the, the actor looks. Yeah, I'm not quite sure who he is. I know that the yeah somebody was cast for that role. I just, I don't have it on paper. Here, I do but. think that it's interesting. One of the things that we were watching, uh, one of those videos we were talking about, they mentioned that. As Jen was telling Kevin, oh, we don't need to hear about that, save it for the movie, whatever, whatever. His last thing that he says is recalculating. Mm-hmm. And that is a possible, like, what else says recalculating? The GPS map, whenever you're changing, okay. when you go the so direction you're not supposed to go. So you could argue it's not replacing the story, it's just finding re- a new path to get there. Formatting how you get to the result you wanted. Yes. Which, which I. 
This I, still sucks to me. I understand it, and I think it explains it a little bit, mm-hmm. but I still don't like that they did it. <laughs> they also said something about like how you will not be that this mistake will never happen again. Her basically her yeah. coming in to wanting to change things, yeah. like, and then there was like a thing about like her in a movie, and then yeah, he was like, "See you on the big screen," and yeah, she's, and she's like, like, "Really?" And then he's like, "No." no. <laughs> so. Is that just for fun? Yeah. I mean, we're going to see her on the big screen, right? I There's would no imagine. possible way. I know that there was a I think a quote from her being interviewed where she says that she honestly doesn't know if there's a season 2 planned for this show. Mm. As far as she knows, there's it's not going mm. to be a thing. Mm, I can't imagine sense. it wouldn't. There's no but, way. I mean, at the same time, we're not getting these shows without the intention of putting them on the big screen into these movies for the uh you know we're getting she hulk in an avengers movie at the very least yeah there's no way they're gonna go through all this i can't imagine that they're signing up for these roles to not be included in the big fucking thing right exactly um and then not to forget our end credit scene where we got to see wong break emil out of prison again so I don't know how that affects your opinion on the Thunderbolts. No, that's what kind of concretes that it's definitely a thing. Yeah. Here's the make, makes it really confusing though, because like he was apologizing to Blonsky for being late, and like I didn't really understand like that whole angle that they were going for. It's mm-hmm. like it was more like he's a servant to Blonsky, but like he's a sorcerer supreme. Like I don't. It just it didn't seem within character of Wong to be all apologetic to him being late to break him out yeah and then they did their whole fourth wall thing of like mm-hmm. oh you got another show whatever you had to be in or whatever yeah. and he's like we're at the he was like you got sucked up in another show didn't you or something like yeah. that and it's like that could mean two different things one is Wong got obsessed with some tv show that he was watching that's mm-hmm. the obvious one but like what we're all thinking is that means Wong's gonna be in another tv show that we get to watch yeah, right? that's yeah. what I got out of it. Yeah, that's what I think everyone's expecting, that it's a double entendre. Yeah. Yeah. But is Wong going to be in another show? Or is Wongers? Okay. <laughs> I guess we'll see. Okay. <laughs> Should we get into our final report? Yeah, let's get into our final report. Okay. Uh, starting up with the anus. Uh, <laughs> what was really shitty or we hated... Um, for me, uh, the anus was the explanation behind the blood and whatever, like how they got her blood. Like, it didn't make any sense. Nobody. Well, it's because they just kind of like brushed by it, right? It just implied he got her blood somehow yeah, while she but was like, earlier, asleep. But yeah, like, earlier how? they show this enormous fucking syringe. It's like even bigger than like a horse syringe. And then they show him, like, basically, like, sending a picture and saying, I got it. But, like, no. Nobody is going to not wake up if you mm-hmm. poke them with that. The only way is if he, like, drugged her. Yeah. Uh, but there was no indication was that no, he did something like exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. At least give us that if you want us to believe that she yeah. didn't wake up to a needle. Yeah. So I thought that really pissed me off because I feel like oh, I wanted, there could have been a. I, never mind. I get it. What? Clearly, he did use a needle. A needle dick. Yeah. No. (laughs) Well, we don't know. I'm going to change my final report to say that anus was that joke. Oh. (laughs) 
So you want this needle dick for the anus? No, I don't. <laughs> now that is that's the anus. The, the anus. Yeah. yeah. Now. <laughs> All right. How about you? What's the what's the anus for you? <laughs> Dark and gloomy. What's your anus? <laughs> Tell me about your anus. If three words describe your anus. <laughs> um, for me, I think it was the fact that they didn't really do much with the plot other than just wanting to make it some like, I don't know. I, I don't know how to explain it. It's like they were just more proud of themselves of making this like fourth wall ending rather than like actually giving us something like a fun real, yeah. and like satisfying like there's nothing wrong with the fourth wall stuff mm-hmm. but like it also it's like a double-edged sword for me where it makes me feel like nothing was really important yeah by the end of this whole thing and that sucks because like i want to know that she hulk does matter for the mcu and if you do in this kind of stuff it makes me feel like he, she's not ironically being taken very seriously Mm -hmm. going forward yeah i don't know i just i want to know she's gonna be a bigger role going forward like i don't want her to be limited to a series on disney plus that has just her kooky life trying to deal as being an attorney at law and she hulk yeah you know i want her to have a bigger thing going right yeah that's fair okay Ready for the appendix? Yeah. Okay. I'm all analed out. Yeah. So, for anybody that's new to this, the appendix is something we found unnecessary or possibly a missed opportunity. Um, I think missed opportunity, so unnecessary here, obviously, I'm probably wrong because there's going to be some way that it ties in later, but I feel like the Mr. Immortal thing was just unnecessary. Like, I... I've, and that kind of stems to like just filler episodes, right? Yeah, in yeah. a way, at least yeah. to me, it does. Like it was like fun and quirky or whatever, but like it, I just didn't find it necessary. It it was a side quest for the other characters yeah. while she was doing while her thing. She was thing. at her wedding, yeah. But it's I really like all it was. I didn't need it. Yeah. So it makes me wonder if they're gonna like somehow have it mean something later because they kind of do that sometimes i i think he's just a throwaway thing i don't think they're gonna use him any further is that what you mean like him yeah a bigger role yeah yeah i don't think so okay and i think at the same time it was a missed opportunity i feel like they could have been doing something else that mattered more in the Mm -hmm. grand scheme of things instead of something dumb like that like like showing finding a way to the real intelligentsia or some other like there could have been other subplots that we're learning about rather than watching this guy who wants to pretend mm. to kill himself. I think it was just their way of introducing more characters that don't matter, but just yeah. fill the MCU with characters Clutter. that we know of from yeah. the comics. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's pretty much what most of the show did, right? The, every episode had some new character that we... That's true. To an extent, right? Yes. I guess some were just repeat characters like Wong and Daredevil and stuff, but like, you know leapfrog we got the all of, you know even though that's like wildly different from the comics man bull whatever the yeah. man what was el, the, el agula el agula which that guy i it was hard for me not to like see him as the swordsman from uh hawkeye 
Oh, okay. Like, I felt like they were very similar, mm-hmm. like, themed characters. Yeah. Just the way, like, the mannerisms and the way he spoke was. Yeah. It felt very similar to me. So what was the appendix for you? I feel like the missed opportunities was uh, having the Wrecking Crew and not really using them further than just, like, a one-off mm-hmm. scene, essentially. Okay. Um, it would have been fun to see them. Like, maybe they didn't have powers... And that's kind of like they got their ass kicked, you know? Yeah. And I thought that would have been a fun origin style of then maybe they they did something with her DNA eventually. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily made them hulks, but like gave them the ability to be stronger and stuff. Or like, yeah. I or thought really- it would be fun to give them like a small origin story that they aren't hulks, but they gain some kind of powers through, right. through getting her DNA. Okay. Um... I don't know. It just seemed like that was, again, like, oh, look at these characters that do exist. They're like, just like, now they're just throwaway. Yeah. But they could just be like, that was a tease of those characters, and then, like, they're not technically the real ones, and we'll see the real ones later on. Yeah. But I do feel like they did call one of them by name in that, and he was a, one of the Wrecking Crew members. Mm-hmm. Okay. Unnecessary. I'm going to sound like, I guess, an incel here. Um <laughs> Which I was called on the internet. I don't know if I told you that. Yeah, you told me yeah. that. Yeah. So I said that one of the episodes was probably the weakest of what we've had so far. Mm-hmm. And I was called an incel for that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Makes sense. <laughs> Which, I don't know. It, so what my unnecessary is, is, I feel like they really, really tried hard to like make the theme or message of men putting down women mm-hmm. throughout the show... And I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but I do feel like it was a little too much. Mm-hmm. It just felt like they, I don't know. Again, going into the intelligentsia, like it would have been nice if it was like just people, not men versus women in that sense. Yeah. I thought it would have been, especially with Titania, it would have been made a lot more sense to like tie that in. Yeah. Like it's just people who are envious mm-hmm. of people with powers, you yeah. know? I don't know. It's, some of the stuff was just too constant yeah with the the lines and stuff and it got a little tiring I feel like at some point yeah I mean I, I did feel like that general plot line of like women hating men was a little bit they focused on it a lot which I'm not sure I don't think that it was really necessary to be as strong as it was for the show to still be entertaining. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe they had some kind of goal in mind. But yeah, I agree. It was kind of a bit overstated at times. I guess it just makes me feel like, is this show just really intended for just women? Like, I, I mean, <laughs> obviously men can't necessarily relate to that, those experiences if they truly are happening to women. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know. I guess to me it takes me out of the show to an extent because I guess I am feel like I'm being villainized. I don't know how to explain it. I think I know what you're saying. Yeah. So that that's one that's one of the reasons I like slightly agree with you. Like I acknowledge that that kind of stuff is like happening in the world and definitely has happened a lot over the however many centuries or whatever. <laughs> but uh I think having it so such a strong leader as the tone for the group that was like the primary enemy essentially i'm not sure what the goal was i guess for me it's because i don't 
Like, I guess I don't see myself relating to any of these men mm-hmm. who are in this show being stereotypical, sexist, derogatory, whatever, yeah. like, toward women. And so, like, it's weird for me to see that because I don't feel like that's something that is, like, happening throughout my day. But I guess because I'm not seeing it. Yeah. Get Does that make sense? Yeah. I, again, I'm not a woman. I don't understand the experiences that women are going through i guess it just to me felt over the top of like this happening so often so much throughout someone's day yeah but maybe it is accurate and women go through that constantly throughout the day i don't know if maybe the goal was for it to be overstated to like really make that point and have it be like an exaggerated version of real life i'm not sure but I, i get what you're saying all right how do we feel about the muscle the strong and the weak points. Uh, well, for me, strong points, I think just Jen and She-Hulk having like a very clear difference in entities, mm-hmm. personalities, you if you will. Yeah. I know I said earlier, like, it, it is weird that they aren't, like, the same personality to an extent, but, like, I guess it's just the, the idea of her becoming She-Hulk in the moment makes her more confident and changes her mm-hmm. personality. Um, I just, I really liked how they did those characters and make them feel like they are separate people, but also kind of giving them both their, their not just, a, not, not just origin story, but like growth. I guess yeah. they both had things they had to grow from. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think they did a good job of kind of putting that into one singular storyline mm-hmm. for two essentially different characters to to have their own little thing going on okay yeah i can see that uh weak points i guess for me are i guess weak points for me are just like i guess it's more the writing i feel like there's a lot more filler in this Mm -hmm. um overall i did enjoy what we watched but like it did suck having three episodes straight that felt like they were really just filler yeah like i honestly feel like you could have taken episodes four through six out and you would have lost no context of the plot from one through three going yeah. forward. Yeah. I can see that. The muscle for me, I think, was honestly the like dynamics between Jen and She-Hulk and her supporting characters. Um, I feel like they really added to what was going on in all like the relationships that she had with them. I think really helped me give a shit about side plot lines that I didn't really care about. Mm-hmm. It was nice to see that every character had a purpose. Yes. They weren't just there to be there. They all had a purpose that kind of lined up with what she needed at some point. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then weak points. I'm going to have to reference the like the side character situation the the side plot side quest thing like you like you mentioned i okay. think i agree that i honestly feel like if you're going to have filler like the whole thing with fucking her ex-coworker and the light elf and like it was like supposed to be funny mm-hmm. but it was like over the top and yeah. kind of just weird and like unrealistic i guess that character is a good example of what made it hard for me to like with the way he was such a tool. Yeah. Like a a loser tool. I don't know. Yeah. It just, I don't know. 
it felt like too extreme for me to believe that that's a real person. Yeah. But like maybe there are people really like that in the world. I don't know. There must be. Um, I just wish that there was like more substance to some of that Mm -hmm. like extra stuff that wasn't the main plot line. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know it's not the main plot line, so that's literally the point, but. I guess it was an easy way for them to tie this to like the greater MCU because she was a refugee from Asgard, even though she was not at all. Yeah. Asgardian. Yeah. She was a light elf, right? Not Not a dark elf? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Just to make sure you know she wasn't an evil one. Yeah. <laughs> Although she was. Yeah. Very <laughs> mischievous for sure. Okay. How about the heart? What we love the most or really enjoyed? Uh, I think for me, uh, I really loved how it was in the end a story for She-Hulk. We were introduced with having Hulk... Because naturally you have to just to get her to that point of being She-Hulk. Yes. And they had all these other characters. But in the end, it was a story for her. She was the main character. You know, like even the the, the moment with like Daredevil. Mm -hmm. And they're going into the lily pad area. And like, uh, I think you referenced something about like the the hall scene with him taking all the goons. And I'm like, there's no way he's going to take all the goons out. Yeah. It's her show. Yeah. She's going to be the one to do it. She's probably going to drop out of the ceiling or something. And, and then she did. that's what she did. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, I, I love how they made sure that they stuck to that message that this is her show. Mm-hmm. Um, they gave her the spotlight, but, like, they also introduced new characters, but brought in other characters and, and really let her kind of, like, I guess, blend into the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed like the random little humor like some of it was a bit much but like I really enjoyed a lot of the scenes with her paralegal Nikki um I think she was probably one of my favorite characters I liked their whole thing um with like when she and Pug went to go try to get her in with uh Luke Jacobson and all mm-hmm. of that and I liked the mission when they went to go try to infiltrate the intelligentsia group like I really liked those mm-hmm. characters I know it's weird for that to be like one of my favorite parts of the She-Hulk show but I really liked them um and I think that the dynamic that she had with Nikki which obviously they were co-workers but they were clearly close friends as well so yeah um yeah you could tell they were like BFFs yeah yeah for sure and I, I just enjoyed that a lot. I think it was nice to see something constant in the show. Like, n- there was no question in my mind that she was always on her side. There was... Well, yeah, and, like, yeah. that's something that was really good about their relationship. You didn't need a lot of backstory to know that they had a close relationship. Yes. And that they were BFFs, right? Yeah. You knew they went through a lot together. They were very loyal to each yes. other. Yeah. And the, just the little random humor little things here and there. Mm-hmm. I always liked the comedy. Some of I, it was a bit much. But. I feel like it was hit or miss for me. But I think when it worked, it really worked for me. Yeah. I think it was a lot more like clever like comments. It was. I think it was more about like the fourth wall stuff than it was like the actual in-scene moments for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and here we are, the, the final section of the final report the brain 
What were the really clever, smart things and or dumb things? Um, so I have, for me, all of the above are Kevin. I <laughs> I feel like... Okay. Uh, so smart and dumb? Smart and dumb. I don't know why I feel that way, but I'm very now conflicted. Now we know, we, we know what you think about people named Kevin. Mm, no, I think they suck. But... Oh. Uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> okay. A lot of questions there, but it's fine. Um, no, nah, I was just being silly. Anyway, um, I feel like the Kevin idea that it's like an algorithm mm-hmm. that's designing things that explains why everything has this pattern. Yeah, is is funny, kind of clever, but also obviously we've seen it kind of done before. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, it was kind of like the way that they. I think I know where you're going with this. <laughs> Good, because I don't. You want me to jump in? <laughs> yeah, please. Okay. What I think you're going for, and I hope that you're right, is, or I am right, is <laughs> it minimizes the concept that the MCU is this big universe of yes. existence yes. that like, we've been following. Exactly. Into, oh, so. Oh, it's just an algorithm? They're just all fake yeah. actors, essentially. Yeah. yeah. And the, I, we obviously know they are. But right. like, yeah. Oh wait, what? Yeah. No, I mean, sorry. <laughs> Spoilers. I mean, I should have made sure everybody was sitting down for that. Yeah. I just, you know, you entrance yourself into this world yes. of Iron Man does exist, yes. Thor does exist, yes. and like they've spent over a decade to like build that Convincing universe that. and convince you that, you know, it's not weird that you have a a guy using a sling to open up a portal. Yeah. You know, and Spider Man swings through like it's yeah. They did such a good job. And then so to me, I guess it just kind of like deplenishes the value of that world building. When you then go, oh, meta fourth wall, this is all movies that are being made by us. Yeah. I don't know. I know like it's still reductive. It, it's yeah. Yeah. Um, that's where I was, how I was going with it. Yeah. But I don't know if that's what you were going for. No, I I mean, I think that's where I was going. I was really having a hard time, but like figuring yeah. out how to say what I wanted to say. But I, it's like, I think that the idea of having that it was funny and clever that they were like, oh, Kevin's not gonna like they mentioned Kevin and it's not gonna be Kevin Feige. It's this other thing. Mm-hmm. But what they did with it, I think, was like you explained very well, reductive. I, it makes. The implications of everything seem so small because also now, like you said, like, okay, so did anything, is is Jen Walters and She-Hulk real in their world? And then they she jumps into Assembled and then she's real in our world. But like, if she's not real in our world, how does she exist in, uh, she's, it's just a little confusing. <laughs> Like, is she real or is she not real in the MCU? Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. It's like, like I, it's I, now it, I'm just like, wait, what? <laughs> you pretty much set the implication that all of the MCU is just movies and shows created yes. in the real world. Yeah. Which obviously they are. Yeah. No but shit. like that fantasy of yes. them being a real yeah. grounded world mm-hmm. that these characters exist. Right. It's kind of pulled from under us. Yes. You know? And that's the part that kind of sucks, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I'm aware. I feel like you were laughing at me because I was looking like that chick in the meme that's got all the equations in the screen, like trying to play. Yeah. <laughs> or like Charlie with the map. Yeah. Or whatever the strings. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I want it to like feel like it's. And okay, I guess like, you know, Endgame was so emotionally thrilling. Yes. To an extent, you know, and for it was most huge. people. Yeah. And so like now you're essentially saying, oh, well. That was all just kind of planned by Kevin. Yeah. So there was really, in the end, no stakes by that logic. Yeah. It was just, that's the point they were going to get to. So mm-hmm. it just kind of takes away from all of the plots of this being a real existence that they are suffering through all of this hardship and drama to, like, save the day. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, it was just like a robot algorithm. Yeah. Okay. Like, you might as well tell me that this is just a soap opera at this point. (laughs) Yeah, true. (laughs) All right, so what's your brain? Uh, For me, I think the really clever stuff that they did was uh, basically they fucking told you everything that was happening Mm -hmm. through little comments or background stuff um, the whole time. Yeah, you're and right. it's really up to you to kind of pick up on that stuff, which I'm sure nobody did. No one did uh, until you get the ending results mm-hmm. in the finale, and then you go back and watch them and go, "Oh, there's oh, that cue. Yep. There's that hint. Yep. There's this guy walking behind them that we'll see in two episodes." Yep. Uh, you know, like I thought it was really clever how they did stuff like that. Dumb stuff. Just gonna have to like double, triple, quadruple down. You didn't give us, like, in my opinion, like, an ending. Yeah. And I guess that was the point of your guys's what you thought was clever. But to me, yeah. it, it just, like, minimized what we were watching. Like, yeah. I, at least tell us why this guy got arrested. Why this guy it's going back to prison. Right, and, yeah. Why Daredevil is even there? Like I don't, yeah, just, like, I don't know. Don't just drop him out. If of you're the gonna sky. redo the story, like with their little fourth wall shit with Kevin, then like at least give us the like progression of why. Yeah. Why they're there now? Don't just like boop and they're gone. Yeah. Like rewind a little bit. Exactly. And then, there you yeah. go. Rewind. Yeah. Re redo the scene. Yeah. In the new way. Yeah. Exactly. Don't just jump. Don't just stop. To then... like, oh, it already happened. Right. Yeah. But it was like, I know they're making the reference to that. Like, oh, what's the most budget-friendly way to do this? Like, Mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. 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 All right. Any last thoughts on She-Hulk, Attorney at Law? Um, I think another dumb thing was I kind of talked about this earlier with Scar being introduced. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like the implication, too, that he was introduced in such a lackluster way also means that we're not getting some big storyline for him mm-hmm. with uh like well the rumors of world war hulk mm-hmm. uh, happening like it feels like none of that seems to be relevant now you know in my head it was some like hulk is gonna go back to the car and then he's gonna have to fight the red king and that like that's gonna create the storyline of why we have scar mm-hmm. and how we can give Hulk his story of what happened in the real Planet Hulk storyline mm-hmm. instead of what they did with uh, Ragnarok, you know? Yeah, okay. 
Um, and then that would give us a reason why he comes back to Earth for a World War Hulk movie, if that's going to happen, which right. they kind of implied that he is getting his own movie in this, yeah. unless that's just a lie. Yeah. But they also said that she wouldn't be in a movie, and that's like, that feels like a lie. So that was a fucking yeah, lie. Yeah, so that was a fucking lie. <laughs> I, I guess that kind of sums up my, like, final reaction to this, yeah. like, series is like... <laughs> yeah. Did I have fun with it? Yes. I yeah. loved the, you know, Madison was a great character. I loved seeing Wong again. Daredevil was fun to an extent, but I hope he's not going to be this, like, goofy character the whole time. Yeah. Going into his series. She-Hulk was great. Like, I, I enjoyed what we watched, but I guess I expected more. Especially when they were giving us a plot. And then I go, oh, no, never mind. Yeah. So... Yeah, my final conclusion was like, oh, so that was a fucking lie. Yeah. <laughs> like, to, like, most of it. It's just like... Yeah. Did I enjoy the roller coaster? Yeah, but, like, I was told... <laughs> there would be ice cream. There would be ice cream at the end of the roller coaster. <laughs> exactly. But where's my fucking ice cream? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when the fuck we get ice cream? We did it. Exactly. <laughs> we riot. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It, it doesn't feel like they're setting up a whole lot of MCU greater aspect stuff. But like, yeah. you know, we talked about the intelligentsia. Like, it's hard to believe they're not using that title for the leader when we know the leader's showing up. Yeah. We literally got everybody from the Incredible Hulk movie in this series, except for the leader, which they have also revealed will be in Captain America New World Order. Mm-hmm. So, to me, there's got to be some kind of direct connection between this show and that movie. Yeah, there has to be. There just has to be. Especially when you're showing, showing the intelligentsia. But then, you know, Mephisto, you know, that's a fucking thing. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jake, you know, from State Farm. Yeah. <laughs> that's his alias. Yeah. So, uh, what's your final rating? Oh, right. As far as what we do. Um, for me, the whole series was a large slice. I'm going to say large slice it. Okay. I, I did enjoy it quite a lot. I think there were a few things that bothered me about it, but like not enough mm. to like ruin it for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm right there with you. I think it's a large slice for me. Like I said... I had a fun time with this show. I don't hate each episode for what they are. Mm-hmm. I think they are fun. But as far as a story arc and like what felt like it was supposed to be some plot, it did feel like they just had half of it filler. Yeah. And then when you find out that the plot isn't even a thing, then it's like, so you just... The show was just essentially filler then. Yeah. I will say for like a random footnote too, is I think that the cgi looked a lot better than i thought it was gonna look or maybe i just got used to it i wouldn't necessarily say it was like incredible but it didn't bother me as much as i thought it was going to. i think there was moments where you could tell that it didn't look great but i don't think i guess for me like my standards are lower for a disney plus series mm-hmm. than they are for a movie yeah i'm like well yeah they're not gonna put a movie budget on a show yeah like that's just seems like a no-brainer to me yeah so, well, I was only concerned about it because of the images that we saw and the yeah, you know, and I know pre- like the the internet went crazy about how bad it supposedly looked, yeah. and like I will say there were moments that it didn't look great, especially mm-hmm. earlier 
in the show. But yeah. like, I don't know. It's it's, I, it's kind of like you said. Like maybe you just get used to it, or it just didn't matter enough to me because I was there for her origin story, for the ride, to mm-hmm. see how she's going to connect to everything, and like questionable CGI wasn't really my primary like concern. Right. Yeah. Going into this one. That makes sense. And that's, I mean, that goes for any of them. Like, I'm yeah. not, I'm not here to see how great the CGI is. I'm here to see how they can incorporate these characters and then give us a fun story. Yeah. That makes sense. So, a couple of big slices. Yep. Now I want cake. Yeah. Yeah. Or pizza. Oh, yeah, I guess pizza would work too. Okay. Or pie. I'm trying to think yeah. what else has slices. Um, cheese. Oh, brownies. Yeah. We could definitely get slices of cheese. Yeah, that's true. You cheese do like slices. To cut the cheese. Yeah. <laughs> like my sixth grader joke. Yeah. Um. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Um, don't forget to our show or She Hulk. You have to specify. I hope they enjoyed both. Or is this like a fourth wall thing where? We're not going to reveal which show we're really talking about. I was just going to say both. Okay. (laughs) Well, I'm not going to reveal which one I'm talking about. Okay, that's fine. Uh, Go ahead and follow us on social media because we have stuff on there. So check us out on Facebook, Dissecting This Fiction. Yeah, media that's social. Yeah. Um, Twitter at DTFpod. Instagram, Dissecting This Fiction. And you can check out our website, dtfcast.com, where we have a listing of all of our episodes. And you can send us an email directly to dtfpod. Is that right? Yeah. dtfpod at gmail.com. Yeah. If you have any content requests or questions or whatever, go ahead and send us an email. We would love to hear from you. And if you have 30 seconds out of your day and you liked listening, please leave us a rating or review on whatever your podcast service of choice is so we can get some more listeners. That would be great. That's it for the anatomy of She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. Dun dun. Episode two. (laughs) Part two. Both. The end. (laughs) That felt very fourth wall. Yeah. Y'all listen up, here's the story about a little gal that lives in a green world and all day and all night and everything she sees is just green like her inside and outside green her house with a green little window and a green corvette and everything is green for her and her and everybody around cause she ain't got nobody to listen to listen to listen to listen I'm green but I've been need I've been died I've been need